Man Crush Mondays podcast episode 50. Um, 50. Wow. Quarantina. You know? Quarantina. Socially distant. Socially distance. Um, excommunicado. Um, yeah. Um, for those of you that have never seen our faces because you don't watch our YouTube content, I am African as Joe. I am Quarant- Quentin Quarantino. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. Hong Paul. <laughs> and Peter's and I am father. Padre Pedro. Hello, everyone. I have returned. Quentin Quarantino. How y'all doing? <laughs> so wait, is there a way that we can look at everybody's faces? On the, if, if you're on a computer, you could do that. Um, mm. We can look at everybody's faces, but I think that would be a little disturbing and a little distracting. Not disturbing, not so distracting. Um, shout out to Melissa's iPad that just signed in and all that. Literally, yes, Melissa's iPad just signed in. Um, I hope that everybody's doing well. Um, our last episode, episode 49, where Marco Glorious was um was 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 just part of our ramp up into the year 2020 and um very quickly very very quickly um things got switched up um corona came we were joking about it too in the studio um literally corona came and it was literally like yo do you think this is going to shut everything down and people were like yeah no yeah no next thing you know shut down everything shut down party done stop banging on party the done off Right. Nobody come outside. So yeah. we um we initially had this idea to do this like almost two months ago. But it's just the logistics and getting around the the mental weight of the entire situation. Like I don't think everyone was able to see through what was actually happening until we were in the thick of it. So now that people yeah. are starting to like readjust into day to day life, um from within their homes or really close to their homes or from in front of their computers or iPads or whatever else. Um, I think it's time that we, I thought, we thought it was time that we get together and bring you guys some, some comedy, some joy, some laughter, some, some antics. Some debate. A lot of that baby. <laughs> a lot of, so, a lot of hoodie. What are what are, what, are, what are some um what are some adjustments that you or adjustments or new practices that you guys have like ramped up on or have done in the midst of corona? Um I have the I have to like train myself to really continue to start waking up early. Just so because like you know, like like back in the day well, It's very easy day, to be you know, a bum. <laughs> yeah, dead ass. Like it could be uh, like High key, a motherfucker might be sleeping up until 10 o'clock, just be in the bed type shit. So I'm like, now nah, I'm talking like, about me, fam. But I mean, I'm just saying, you got to get used to just, just you got to keep that same energy that you did before, before that shit shift into like, once this shit is done, you might, that shit might crawl, creep into that. I ain't trying to do that. So I'm trying to wake up early as much as I did before and just to keep that same energy. And even though I ain't no fucking work coming through, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, LA is about to open up on Friday, and I, I did have a side call with you about that. So, like, do you have any anxiety about what is to come? Uh, no, because I won't be there when I start opening up. 
That's simple. I will, not be, I will not be in attendance. Like, bro, I'm chilling here. I'm doing what I've been doing. Like, I'm I, actually, my bike just came, so I'm going to be riding around, but I'm not going to be in gym pop. Like, you, nah. You didn't, get, you, didn't get, you didn't get the flower basket on this one, though. No, 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 no. It was sold out. <laughs> what about you, Paul? Um, uh, you know, to be honest, you know, aside from, you know, regular, I'm an essential worker like Pete, so still going in and out of work for a number of days after the quarantine happened and um, had some uh, personal situations with my family, you know, get into uh, the, the COVID and uh, that hit close to home. Uh, both of my parents ended up testing positive, had to go through that process. So I was able to get a leave of absence from work while uh, while they were going through that paid leave of absence. Um, and so I did have a lot of time on my hands in between um, helping them with that. So, I mean, I've been doing a little of what Rome's been doing, which is making sure I get up at a, at a certain time. I'm definitely not, I mean, 9, 30, 10 o'clock doesn't sound that bad sometimes. Because <laughs> um, I think that's the other part of what I actually have been allowing myself to do is rest. Because, yeah. you know, I I think always felt like it was on the go, whether it was jumping the commute to work, you know, got uh, deadlines, we'd be uh, retouching stuff that we had to do as photographers and then, you know, not really have much time to to rest. We'd have the weekend with two days and it'd be like, all right, you got to do that, plus go uh, do laundry, plus go grocery shopping, plus whatever. So I've been trying to like feel it out. I mean, I won't allow myself to do the day-to-day -day, like sleeping, but if, if my body, you know, request a little bit more rest, I'll, I'm giving it that. And I think I feel uh, probably the most rested I've ever felt in a long time, so. Um, what's your immunity situation? Like, I don't know if you guys know Carlos, the resident Jamaican. So there are things that he does on a normal basis that people are starting to do now to fight this COVID. So what, what's in your juice? What, <laughs> what, like, what, what are you doing? Like, like, like that, tell us. Uh, Three cup of water, then to sour lime. Sour lime, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've, I've been on my um, apple cider vinegar thing for probably on a, on an everyday consistent basis, probably since 2015, 14. So about five or six years of that. Every morning, wake mm. up. Um, I know some people do like teaspoon, tablespoon. I do uh, like I call like four dashes out of the jar, like into a mix that I have with like green powder for like vegetables, supplements, and um, a little lemonade mix. Uh, in the morning I do, right now what I've added since the, the quarantine is a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. So whether that's the um, emergency uh, powders or you can do the um, airborne. As long as you're doing that, you should, you, you like, you'll feel the rush. So that um, lemon and ginger mm -hmm. tea in the morning as well. Um, Any turmeric? Yeah, of course. There's turmeric. Turmeric is key. Curry goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no more. No, none of the the meat's been gone for a minute. But yeah, turmeric yeah. definitely is in, in the mix. And um, you doing for workout? How do you? They know you're a gym rat. So what? How do how do you fit that in? I can't even hold a gym rat title anymore. But I do have um, a perfect push-ups. Um, I have one of the big like exercise balls and um, sets of dumbbells, 25, 35, 45 pounds. So just like 
regular <laughs> calisthenics. You know, um, we all we all uh, I'm sure grew up with relatives or, or siblings or friends that have been in, in, in locked up and taught us different routines over the years. So I've been back to the yeah. calisthenics. You know, you could turn your 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 couch into a dip area and whatever you got to do. But um, that's honestly what it is. Whenever I can get some time in to do that, I do that. I wanted to ride my bike, but that whole clean down process, when you come back in, you're going to like empty out half a, a can of Lysol on your can bike. Can we talk about the clean out process? Yeah. I'm just sitting right over here in the corner. I cannot pass the threshold of the door without taking everything yeah. off walking yeah. straight to the shower. She will not let me touch Hudson. Yeah. She's no, like, no, I, mean, I mean, high key. Fast. That, that makes sense. That's, yeah, no, that's how, I'm, yeah. that's how I'm too. Like everything stops at the door, take all the clothes off, and literally like Lysol. Lysol mist, yeah. You know, Lysol. it doesn't fuck your clothes up too. You would think it does, it doesn't. You just got to hold it back and it, it, it's yeah. good. And I jump straight into the shower. I don't even, you know, I don't even touch anything. I don't go in the kitchen. I don't go in the living room. I go straight into the shower. So yeah, it's a, it's I'm a not piece. looking forward to doing that. Oof, if that becomes a norm, I'm gonna lose my mind, bro. That is um, crazy. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it 100. So I'm coming from work, then I have to go outside for something. And if it's low impact, like going to get the mail or just going to grab something from the building, I'm fine. If I spend anything longer than 20 minutes, she's looking at me like I have 14 heads and I have to take a shower. There was one day I was like, yo, I took showers today. Come on. She's like, nah, nah, you can't, you can't be with this dirty shit. Like nah, that one, like, it'd be that one shower you miss. It'd be the one shower. <laughs> Yo, that I, and I'd be the everybody sick. Have everybody in a house like this. And you know you're not gonna hear the end of that one shower. Right. And it, yeah. like if, if it happens, it'd be like, oh, I told you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um it's, it's so for me, well, let's let's go on to you, Pete. What have you been doing? Um differently oh. added to the situation? So what I've added is um I don't know if you know, not to give you an ad about it, but um, Carl works nearby. It's in the same store. He worked, we literally work three blocks away from each other, honestly. Um, I'm on 53rd don't give everybody, and 9. Don't give everybody the Chico where you be going to get my vitamins and shit from. Don't do that. No, I need to know anyway. Yeah, I got possessive real quick. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. My vitamins from. Don't do that. So I go to the store called Westerly on the corner of 54th and East. And um, it's a natural market that pretty much has everything you need. So when we talk about like turmeric, all of the vitamins, um, literally everything that's going to keep you from dying without resorting to, you know, big pharmacy is in this store. So, um, I make sure I'm in there. I'm doing immunity defense. It's allergy season. So I'm already doing oregano oils. The turmeric is in here. Um, what's very important and I'm sure Van will agree is eucalyptus. So, you know, because it's a respiratory thing. So if you even I feel any kind of tightness, I definitely tried to go to Trader Joe's today. Yeah. I tried to go to Trader Joe's today. The line was wrapped. Yeah, that's why nobody goes to Westerly because people don't know. Like the knee-jerk things mm. are Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. So I go to Westerly. I might. I've, I've waited at Westerly one time. Most of the time, I walk right in. So I get the big eucalyptus mm. oil, and you know, I'll put some right in my mustache just to make sure I'm breathing good. And I'll even put some a little bit in my nostril, and even with Hudson because she's now like you know a little backed up her sinuses. I give her a little um diluted eucalyptus and make sure she's good. Um, teas. Um, obviously my coffee and productive wise, I made sure, um, that, um, I'm DJing a lot more. Y'all know that I did the Camling thing. So all of my stuff looks like super professional and it also helped added equity to what Melissa's doing because 
she's on Zoom calls, so I'm able to use all of the, the camera gear with the cam link. She could like moderate and do panels. So mm-hmm. just probably something I probably we wouldn't pay attention to, but like our way of life now is completely changed. So even as content creators from being photographers, videographers, we're all gonna end up making an investment to jump to stuff because we realize that we're gonna have to fill the need for the clientele as well. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, funny enough, on Twitter this morning, um Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, Ocho. He, po- he showed us uh, a behind the scenes look at his gaming setup. I don't know if you know he's a he's a professional gamer, he's nice. Like top Bro. five in Madden, First top off. five of Call of Duty in the world. But um, he has millions of dollars. He's a cam link and a cam switch. Yes, I believe it. Cam link and a cam switch. I believe. Now, um, mind you, he got got residuals from from like so he he has investment dollars. So mm -hmm. um, cam link is the way to go. I mean, I'm you know not stunting on y'all. Y'all are my guys, but I'm sure people have a noticeable difference on like I'm using a Sony A7S. You know, I'm talking into a Zoom mic, but we all own this equipment. It's already like Carl's got it all in a bag by the door because he used to carry it all around New York. Rome has all this <laughs> stuff in his house. Joe has all this stuff in his house. So it's just. Now, Quentin, Quentin Quarantino is not going to have that hard. Bro, I'm going to tell you something right now. The next Zoom call, he's going to have the black magic with the green screen and everything else in the back. It's, it's, you should have seen it. He, he started off in, in Scarface house before y'all got on. I'm just gonna use this natural light and um just count my blessings, bro. <laughs> I ain't got uh, it. That's a lie. I, <laughs> so for me, so for me during this some quarantine, something that I've I've been doing it, but I've been way more conscious in doing it and doing it quietly on top of cooking is um supporting black owned businesses. Um I've right, been supporting right. black owned businesses as much as I can. Um granted, this whole entire um social distancing thing has kind of taking have kind of taken my year the trajectory that i was on this year and has literally skewed it in a completely different way um but even with a limited budget and limited income i've been um making it my business to support black-owned businesses so i wanted to share some of the black-owned businesses that i've um that i've been making a conscious effort to support because one they support me um when things were normal and also because um if we don't look out for one another we will Oh yeah, use a goofy. Um, so shout out to shout out to our own Harlem Harlem yes. with his um is Yo, there you a know what? Can, can we have him? Yes. Can we have him take a second to dive into that? Because again, I was chat. Well, I don't want to chat. You know, I troll everybody. Let, let me. Let me finish. You know, finish. Let me finish. Thanks. Um, is there budget.com to pick up merch that Rome is at home personally designing? Then we've got um, pins from my, my studio neighbor, Ronald Draper. I've gone out and supported um, Ronald Draper with some of his pins. Um, one of our listeners and supporters of the podcast, Sam Wilson, he has his own lapel, um, lapel pin line that he um, started for his daughter. Um, my sis and good friend, Daniqua Williams-Clark um, with Lit Brooklyn. We made sure that we restocked on those. The shirt that I'm wearing is from a friend of the podcast as well, Tola. Um, with her brand, Too Dope to Fail. Hey. Shout out to them. And then um, why Lori, um, I won't give you too much information on where she's from, but her husband and her daughter started their own lotion, skincare line, a lotion line. And, um, hold on, sorry, y'all. Started, started their own skincare and lotion line. And um, this is their lotion. So I actually supported them on that as well. Um, on top of a bunch of other things that haven't come in yet, but 
I think it's super important that we are supporting one another in the day to day and in making sure that um, we're able to see ourselves through this and make it out in a positive situation at the end of this this um, entire COVID situation because, mm -hmm. hold on a second. Hey, yo, my man, What's I'm happening? on the phone. I got to call you back. No way. I got to call you back. <laughs> yeah. He's Hollywood, bro. Nah, that's you were picking up. He kept calling. Oh, okay. He kept calling like six times. I don't know who keeps um, calling me because my phone's on. Silencio. I don't even have my phone in me. Right, Actually, my phone's behind I'm me. I'm not even to, looking I'm at it. I'm connected to the computer, and the computer is what is ringing. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, essentially supporting black-owned businesses and making sure that we are able to see our friends and our family members and the, and the brands that we actually love uh, make it through on the other side of this in a positive way. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've been. That's what I've been on. That's. Oh yeah. Oh, I almost forgot the most important one, man. You're opening thing yet. Oh. This is oh, this is a, also. A he's doing an unboxing, but y'all are talking about me influencing guys. This is this is you're a hater first and foremost. Influencer on the rise. So, um, the home girl, Daisy Dash. Oh, Daisy Daisy Dash seasoning Dash of Daisy, black owned um seasoning brand. She sources all of the um. All of the actual like vegetables and herbs, she dehydrates them herself, and she also um, and she also like grinds them up, packages them, and she does a drop once a month. So I've been cooking a lot, and that's um a part of what I use in most of my, most of the things that I cook with. Nice. Yeah. Are you cooking every day, Joe? I would say maybe three nights a week. Okay. Um, do you? Has your relationship with Ak in the store? Strengthened through this time of COVID. Um, believe it or not, there's actually no Habibi store in my neighborhood, bro. There's all no, that's all they got. It's on the corner by the train station, but it's violent over there because I yeah, definitely I they sell crack in that store. Man. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I'm at work working at the train station. They sell crack in there. I, I used to go to that store when I was in, when I was getting on the train, but I don't get on the train no more. So yeah, no wow. reason for me to go down that far. But yeah, um. <laughs> Yeah, so support black-owned businesses. Do y'all have any black-owned businesses that you would like to shout out for um, our listeners and followers to potentially check out and potentially support in, in this time? Yep. Is there a budget? And myself. What we could do is um, we could actually we should probably just make some posts and throw it on our on the gram on the MCM podcast gram. Do I have some people? I just I just don't know that I don't know that shit right now, but <laughs> we could definitely compile that and put it on the gram so y'all can all so y'all can follow. So our so our manager, our, our podcast manager is actually writing down the brands in the chat. So Bro. if you guys are interested in searching it, you definitely can. I've also picked back up film photography for the first time in 20 years. Um so I've I've been having a good time like getting out of my own head and jumping into the creation of all of that. And tonight will be the first time that I actually develop some film in a crib. So I'm excited, big time excited. Nice, that's dope. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think it's time that we um get down to the nitty gritty and just jump into these topics or whatever. How y'all feel about that? Y'all cool with yeah, that? Yeah. Let's do it. Be ready. All right. Cool. <clears throat> oh, the chat is blinking. The chat is ringing off. Oh, I'm pulling. Maybe we starting up first. All right. I'm gonna touch my phone. 
this time and let's, see what the PDF since, is. Since I know that Pete, since I know that Pete is going to be the firecracker of this entire conversation, we might as well just give him the gun and let him shoot off first. Um, let's let's go into to to the the unsavory conversation of the the behaviors that have been taking place, or at least have been um exposed on the Twitterverse and in the past couple of weeks. <sighs> I'm taking a deep breath. I'm taking a deep breath. There it is. Okay, yeah, so, Pete. This is that's what I said. I'm gonna um, just give you the gun and let you let you take the first shot. Oh, we, so we're not gonna hit with the the trending topics. Now we get to trending topics later. I guess we'll go right into the main topics. I mean, w- listen, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to choose which direction you want to go, because that is it's not. No, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's not even waste these people's time. Then let, then let go. Then. Um. So Joe's positioning on it might be a little weird, Here we go. and I would say that because. Um, Let's not talk about my position and all that. I'm, I'm no, no, no. I, 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 no, I hear you. I'm just saying, like, you know, you're the, the juxtaposition. Um, Creeper Palooza, we are going to discuss this elephant that's in the room that is literally knocking over glasses, farting, killing people, like all kinds of shit. And Hold on, wait. Hold on a second, Pete. What'd you call it? The elephant in the room, as it's discussed on the bullet points. That... Oh, the, you're talking about the Creeper Palooza, I think. Creeper Palooza. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And it's about the industry guys, much of them that we know that um, gained their, I guess, air quotes, see my hands, meteoric rise during the time that we also been doing our thing with photography, videography in the music industry. And um, just like Hollywood had its cleansing process or as one would say, the purge of behavior that is abysmal so to speak um you know we all kind of knew that it was going to arrive at this point too because hip-hop i guess for literally almost its entire existence not really because i wouldn't say like the 80s and the, the times of run dmc but it's misogynistic and it really does not paint relationships and dealing with women in a positive light, especially if it's coming from like lyricists um, that um, that are men, right? And I feel like you're this, dragging it. I feel I'm like not dragging, dragging it. I'm just, I'm just explaining it all the way out. Explain it all the way out. So what ended up happening was Chris Styles of um, formerly Hennessy Palooza, now Duce Palooza, who is, who was the host, um, Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get to the. We seeing comments. I'm seeing comments in the chat. Sorry. Um, the he was outed for his behavior regarding women as Henny and Duce Palooza toured um, throughout the United States, and it became. I don't even want to say it's a Twitter sensation. It just became like just literally a topic that hit us all because. We know that this particular group of guys that is in and around um, that function. Um, and I remember the second contestant, Wagzilla, telling me, um, man, I'm nervous. And y'all know that he's one of my really, really close friends. And I, I said to him, as elegantly as possible, why are you nervous? I asked. I said, but I know why. I just want you to tell me why. 
And he's like, because, you know, I, I haven't exactly been a saint out here. And I just feel like this is going to arrive at my doorstep. He was waiting on the moment, and it eventually did. Um, and it's, it was his day. It was, he was due. Um, as his legit friend, I told him years ago, like, yo, you really got to relax. Like, some of the ways that you carry yourself is, you know, you walk in that line. I mean, I don't know if, you know, and I don't want to, I just got to call the spade a spade to say it is what it is. I don't know if some of this behavior of working for Russell has you thinking that you are Russell, right? Russell Simmons. And that you can do and say the things and keep yourself the way that you are, but really, really got to chill because you're going to put yourself in, in a bad spot. And, um, you know. All right. Do you mind if I jump in? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So for those of you that don't know what happened, um, I feel like Pete had, like he jumped in a little bit further into the situation um, than people that don't know what's going on um, should be, be aware of. So essentially, it's a very popular party that tours the United States for the past five, six years you, now. Oh, yeah. Called, Get the background. Called Dulce Palooza. Um, early, early last week, there was a um, there was a young lady that made a statement I turned the mic off. that blew up the internet where you didn't turn off your mic. We can still hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yo, we can still hear you, bro. I'm just trying to no, but I want to make sure them to know that he identifies and he knows. You know what I'm saying? Yo! He knows. Hey. This is the Kevin Hart skit right now. We can do that. Your bike off. <laughs> this is literally <laughs> Kevin Hart skit. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> oh, the mic wasn't on. I turned the mic. Oh, my earpods. Yeah. Make my sure bad. that you hit the mute on your screen, fam. Or but I turned the mic off on this. Right. No. It ain't, it ain't mute, bro. Yeah. All right. So essentially, <laughs> um, the whole thing. Glad I didn't talk about your titties. All right. Go ahead. On, I'm sorry. Uh, Host of a very popular um, party that travels the United States um, was outed for the most part on Twitter, on Black Twitter to be specific, um, for his crude and unbecoming behavior towards women. Um, it came out last week that Chris Styles of Henny Palooza was pretty much using his position. Duce Palooza. Yeah. Sorry, Duce Palooza, using his position to kind of gain favor with young women. And then in situations leverage. where young women leverage favor, um, in, in those situations where women were not um, were not falling for his um, unsettled approaches, he would then like kind of back them into a corner in some sort of a way and put them in situations where they felt extremely uncomfortable. And a lot of women came out about it. And then even more women came out talking about his um, habit of pulling his penis out. Um, Unsolicited in car rides and that is, dropping that is crazy dropping girls off like 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 driving girls to a certain point and then when they don't want to have sex with them just leaving them in the middle of Brooklyn without at, at like three in the morning without a way to get home, um, and then a, then two days later, friend well associate of the podcast um, blogzilla um, zilla Lamar Valentine was them charged up by someone that sure. we all you got a social too you want to put down. Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, Blogzilla, that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, was then outed by uh, another young lady that most of us in the podcast know as well, 
for his um unsavory behavior and savory is a good word. I like that. Yeah, let's let's leave it at that. His unsavory behavior with with ladies as well. Um, and after that young lady opened up the the floodgates, there were conversations about him pulling out guns on people at parties. And there was conversations about um him choking. What? Him. I, I never heard that. Tapped, I tapped out. I think I think yeah. it was two days like back to back. I was like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I just want y'all to know, like off off that was offline. Good, we gotta we gonna we gonna block your camera, Ted. Just absolutely. Ted got the hookah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just want y'all to know that absolutely. Um, um, anything that I heard, I chastised him and really, really pressed him on it and was like, yo, I want you to get the help that you need, right? I'm literally, <laughs> it's, it's almost unbecoming of me in a way. And I'm not willing to take his bullets, but I told him I do want him to help him. I want him to get the help that he needs. Like, you got to identify right, so- as wrong. Therapy is a real thing. And... You know the shit you did was wrong, so you gotta own up to it. So I need to know, like, and then the guns thing. He he told me what the situation was. He was absolutely at a party with somebody who had a gun, and it was not him with the gun. That you know what I'm saying, but the dude who um I don't even know his name. He you know would he put the story out there and was like, right, yeah, so like you my man. So I gotta tell you, it's not like he caught me sleeping. And I really I'm not copping the plea. I'm saying what happened. I'm not going. To, I'm not going like no no no. Copping the like, plea is like. What I feel like, ahead, what I feel like ahead, is that, Joe. what I feel like is that, if there's going to be anyone speaking on these people's behalf, it should be them. Do we agree so with you that? Want, you want to add them to the podcast? I wish we could. If you want to add them to the want, podcast? If, if, if Peter, if, that's, if that's calling, the question. If, because if somebody, if you wrong, get arrested okay, for selling okay. drugs, right, and then somebody tell me that you stabbed somebody, and I know you didn't stab nobody, and you my man, I'm not going to let them tell me that you stabbed somebody. Okay, so here's so I think situation. it's wrong for you to say that I'm copping a plea when it's literally about, a lie. We're talking about public allegations that were made about people, and I right, so should the public is... allegations ride if they're false? Excuse me. Should the public allegations ride if they're false? How, how do you prove That's if they're no. false? I'm telling you what happened. You're telling me what somebody else told you. Okay, so, so just say you don't. So then just say you don't believe that gun thing is false. Then what? Let's say the gun thing is false. So the gun thing is false. Everything else still stands. The allegation still stands. What's everything? Now the com- Jesus Christ. The conversation as a whole is supposed to be directed towards mm-hmm. us as a group of men who are speaking to men to make sure that men don't make bad decisions. How do we feel about it? And what we should be doing or what do we feel we should do as a community to protect our women and make sure that they don't end up in those situations again? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at my daughter right here. I right, 100% so let's agree. Talk, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what they did or didn't do. Let's talk about how us as men can influence other men to make sure that women are not put in these situations again. I'm going to tell you something like this. It's pretty simple. If everybody has some manners and acted like they had some good sense, you wouldn't even hold have on, this. Hold on, hold on. Tread lightly. Yeah. <laughs> Tread I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the guys. I'm not talking about the girls. I'm talking about the guys. I mean, the fact well, that yeah. Chris well, Styles would think that he could act that way is the issue. I know, but the, but that's a common that's a common thing with men in general. Not all men, but yes. a lot of men in general. And like the thing with Chris Styles and, and with Zilla is the whole like coercion. 
and like fucking roofies and all that shit. Like I said, like I told y'all, one of my friends said that who, she was who, raped. Who, by who used them. the so? All right. One of your friends. There was, I mean, there was a few people. That was one, but then a few days, like the, the, them stories kept coming up until literally about like two days Friday. ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. That he was that he was roofing people. No, yeah, there was about three of them that I seen that people were talking about. They woke up drought, like they they was in a daze and all that. Like it's like that's not that's a like that's a thing. Because I mean, I've and I, and I know girls who've got roofing before, and like they call me like what the fuck, and then, like, like, it's crazy, so I know, like, that shit is happening, and, like, for, I'm not, I'm never gonna say, like, it didn't happen, because, like, they're, like, and that's the thing, is, like, the whole, like, people saying, like, girls are doing it for clout, like, there's no real, no clout in saying that What's the clout in it? Right. Yeah, What's so, I mean, like, on some real shit, I'm, like, I know that's niggas' man's and shit, that's not my man, that's, he was his associate. No, my man's, he but, do. he did what he did. Yeah, I said but, that. exactly, and that should be it, like, I'm not, I'm not guilty of any of that shit. So I don't want y'all thinking and, I'm like, yo, no, that's I'm totally not fine. Or nothing. That's so no, that's totally fine. But I mean, when you start to explain, over-explain and stuff like that, it seems it gives off that vibe. And we know you're not, we know you're not trying to cop a plea for him. Right. But it's really about yeah, that's why I had to that nigga was that's doing. If there's 30 fucking people saying that shit, right. if 30 fuck, if 30 fucking women saying that shit, all 30 are not lying. And, and odds and odds, yeah, exactly. Like maybe one, maybe two, just out of spite. But on some real shit. Like, when I see my homegirl do that shit, I was like, I don't see no reason for that. Maybe you do, but I'm like, shit, like, I don't know. I seen that shit, I, I don't know. That shit is, I'm not with that shit at all. I'm not with that shit. And and just, you know, if the Chris Dowell shit, it's like, when that nigga went on live, and you see how that he it was acting. That was absolutely ridiculous. Like, I'm gonna go live. Like, his position is was like, let me let people get yo, in the room. If, let me get everybody get in the room so y'all can hear what I got to say. But yo, if you a victim, I implore you to go to the cops. Yeah, that nigga's corny, man. I don't think this, he took this, it. He, did, he didn't take accountability for treating women like shit. But I believe his challenge of if I raped you, why haven't you called the cops, right? And I get him. I'm not copping a plea. I'm explaining it out. I listen. I'm telling you what he said. Like I, I, I don't know him. I'm just telling you what I heard. He was challenging them to go to the cops because I felt as though he was using that as his armor of, well, I didn't rape anybody if the cops are not involved. Right. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody press charges. Right. Type shit. But but this is the thing that so. Man, I'm not gonna stop talking. Can, you know I'm not gonna can, stop talking. He we can gotta say talk that, about the whole thing. But look at bro. He can say that, but we know that. When women go to the cops, they're for nine times out of ten, they don't. It doesn't turn into nothing. So that's him. That might be him just taunting them, like, "Oh yeah, go to the cop," because he knows that nothing is going to happen. Because you really exactly. like I it's agree. his word. It's, it's her word against him, and also proof from years ago is not going to happen. So it's like mm-hmm. he's not going to get arrested, but these allegations and these and the shit still happen. You feel me? So it's like mm-hmm. all that like contesting. Like I, I tell you to like you have to be do. You would have to do that shit like last night. And the girl would have to literally go to the fucking thing with like the right, next with day the rape kit to and really all that. pin him. Exactly. So mm. all that shit, like again, we're over explaining their side. And that shit just seems like it seems it's falling on the side of like, oh, we need the, the women to like really, really prove this shit when they shouldn't like, have to prove like, it. At the end of the day, it's like the whole thing with Trump. We know right, so Trump let, let, did the same and like we don't need proof. Like we know he did it. We know right. Bill Cosby I mean, did this shit. So, so here's 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 the thing. I mean, like I think 
the actual individuals have gotten enough light. I don't I don't even really want to give any more shine to their name. Wait, he did a poll? Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, like, it, it's gotta be kidding. This me. is this is what I'm saying. Like, the, the biggest issue here is I'm that, check. um, I like I I know that I, I get that the only person that has anybody connected in here really is 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 Zilla, and I know that there's a you know talk about him getting hit, the help that he needs. You know, um, the sad truth of it is that at the end of the day, black women have been the recipients of all of the, the crap, whether it be from white men, whether it be from black men. And it's, it's, it's bad enough, like that's a societal thing. The, 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 whatever they're, they're doing, it's a societal approval. Like, so we could sit here and wag our fingers at them, but there's no way that other guys didn't know that they were doing this. You know what I, I mean? So it's about, right. about the, it's about why is it okay to, to, to fan it off? Like, is it awkward for us as men to, to step to another guy? You know, I know two, I know two women that were, that were um, assaulted by, by Chris. You know, I didn't get to see him face to face. If that was my sister, you guys all know how I get down. I'm cool, but my family, for me, I see red. Why does that get dampened when it's a friend? Why wouldn't I go check this person the same way? Why wouldn't I take it upon myself to say, this is what I heard happened? That's a good question. Like, what, like what, I'm, and I'm taking ownership of that. I'm not, this is not me. I'm just saying that the, their, their license to act this way is a societal approval. Yeah, people we still know. fuck with them. But we know, but we know that black women received the brunt of all of this. So at the end of the day, we have mothers, we have sisters, we have cousins, we have all of that. So the 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 real thing is, at what point do we actually make the difference? It's no different than we have issues with white people not learning how to step up and speak for us in a society that belittles minorities. We're like, why don't you guys? We need your help. It's the same thing. Women need for us to step up. So the, the main thing is, at what point do we make it where those guys don't feel comfortable? The comfort level is the thing that's shocking. It's like, how could you? I'm surprised that one or two of these guys didn't get stepped to by somebody's brother, um, you know, relative or something. Era that I grew up in, you already know. Somebody's getting punched in the mouth. I don't so, think it's over. I think, I, think that, I think that part of the... Um, I think that that part of the consequences are yet to come. Social distancing, they, people—they're actually in a lot better shape than what they would have been um, if it wasn't if this happened during social distancing. Because I feel like that puts them in the direct line of danger because they're not going to stay inside, and somebody's bound to see them. Somebody with that same train of thought as you, bound to see them, and smoke and there's smoke to be had. You feel me? There's fades to be Nah, caught. on some real shit. Niggas are run down. Niggas, motherfuckers are run down anybody any day. There's social distancing yeah. shit. People go outside all day. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it don't really matter. Because, yeah, it don't really matter. That shit don't really matter. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, both individuals I had heard stuff about, uh, only one I was connected to by a friend who had actually been assaulted. Um, I kept right. my distance from these guys just because I... I that's that's the way that I 
move. If I if I feel or I know that you are this type of individual, I'm just going to keep my distance and I will warn the women that I know not to be around them. But it just is. Well, let me let me ask you this, right? Um, well, first, let me blanket this because I'm, I'm reading the chat and it's just like, it's uncomfortable. Alicia, I hear you. I'm seeing you're like, it's not the topic to be disruptive, right? Um, we're going to actually, we're going to let Alicia come off me because I do want to hear, I want to hear what all the ladies have to say. I think the ladies should. Let us finish. Let us finish the core conversation. Right, we're going to finish. Um, something that Carl said. I don't feel like these women need to be around these guys. And I had to have like the conversation with Mel about, you know, when Hudson gets older, the kind of decisions that I don't want her making. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't, she's taking a dump right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want, I don't want her ever to be in a situation where she needs to get into a party or she feels like she needs to appease some man. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? And she got to go hang out and be even subject to that kind of shit. And Bruh, so it's not I, about, it's not about it's not right. being in that situation. Motherfuckers get raped. It's about niggas the being decent. Situation. I know niggas yeah. get raped, but listen, but hold on, hold on, hold on, But you're saying that, like, we're not talking about somebody getting attacked in the elevator, my nigga. I'm no, but you're saying you, but yeah, but I'm it don't matter. If you're, saying, you're, you're saying you're saying you're partially putting the blame on the women, and it's not their fault. Exactly. I'm saying I don't want my daughter. I'm only reflecting off of what Carl said. Why are y'all hitting me with a thousand shots? Carl said because, these women being because you you got to sit back and think about what you're saying. I'm saying I don't want my daughter making decisions to even feel like she needs to appease to a man. What are y'all talking? I don't. About? I don't recall ever saying that. I'm just talking about the men <laughs> comfortable in doing that. I had this is right. Not, I haven't mentioned anything about the, I mean, a, listen, a woman from the moment she walks out of her door, for the most part, has to deal with being hit on in mm -hmm. degrees that we will never understand. I'm talking about the train ride, the the, the guy at the deli, where she gets her coffee, the, the walking the down the street, she walks into the, the building and then has to figure out how to, how to get around half of these because men some guy's going to call her a bitch some man might try to grab her arm yeah but they don't know they don't know how to deal with rejection so that will turn into something which makes their regular 9 to 5 their daily daily activity uncomfortable so what i said it is more of why these guys feel like it's it's they're comfortable like 30 plus women to say that this was your behavior that and that's just the ones that are i mean that's I, the ones that's comfortable okay. coming out i'm hoping that that's just the, right. That's just the ones that are coming out. So that may, like, there's a different level of comfort there. It has nothing to do. I would never look in the direction of a woman feeling that she has to do something to appease her. So it's not a thing about your daughter having to worry about that. I'm talking about the guy that feels that you're just he could just push up on her, and she's right. taught her already to say no. And right, he, he says no. He's like, nah, I'm whipping it out. I'm gonna grab you. I'm gonna pull on you. Cause I mean, that's the that's yeah. the issue that we have here. Yeah. Not, not the other. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so look, yeah. let's 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 do this. Let's do this. And this is not to pick on this is not to pick on homie, but let's think about the story. No, 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 not to pick on you. Not to pick on you. This is not to pick on Zilla Eva, but this is a story that this is a story that he did it to himself. Um this is a story that actually makes that shines the most light that no matter what a woman does, she's not responsible for the actions of men. And in a lot of instances, if it's not a decent man, you cannot expect all men to behave in a proper manner. 
like the story where Shorty said that she was at Wazilla, she was drunk, and they went out to grab food and she was at the table or someone of them was like, yo, I'm not feeling too crazy. I'ma just head home. He pulled the Uber for her, got her in the car, got her upstairs. They ate in the crib. And then she was like, I right, yo, I'm about to go lay down, see yourself out. I'm not feeling too good. And then woke up to the nigga with his hand in his with his dick in his hand, all on her bed. What? And that's my homegirl. So like that's the type of shit. I'm like, that's no matter that's how you so raise your daughter. Specific. Like, I'm not no matter afraid. how you raise your daughter, there's no avoiding that. Because she didn't do anything wrong. In fact, she trusted the nigga enough to invite him into her home. Right. And so her downfall and her downfall to that was trusting the nigga, which is horrible. And then we wonder why women have trust issues. And it's really about like we we can't even give Huddy that notion of like don't trust anybody. Like it's not right. it's really not up to her. Like you gotta let her live because she has to make relationships with people. Like my homegirl, she got raped at her job. And like the like to the point where it drove her fucking crazy. Like it's really because people wasn't believing her, even the state. Yeah. Like her giving help from that shit, they did not believe her type shit. And that nigga, and he kept working. He didn't get reprimanded or none of that shit. He didn't get arrested or none of that shit. That shit drove her crazy. Like it's shit like that. Like you never know. Like you never know. And they're not putting themselves in these situations. The shit is just happening. Like and, and when it's happening, it just happens. And it's like, it's either too late or you get out. Like, I don't know. It's just, I'm not, yeah. I just can't, I can't, I can't condone that shit. So how do we it's not, as it's men, not on them. how do we as men help women by, by, by informing other men of behaviors that are not okay, right? Because Carl, one thing I'll give Carl and he's, is that he stood by this for as long as I've known him. That you, that you're complacent or you're uh Damn, I, you know I'll be drawing, fucking drawing blanks on words. You're complacent, or you are complicit. Sorry, you're complicit in somebody's actions if they behave a certain way. You're aware of it, and you don't in front of you call them out. Not right. even just in front of you. For example, for example, the situation happened, and I'm gonna speak on it. Um, apologies in advance to my girl, who's our manager. But there was an instance where her and Zilla worked together. Oh, and okay, yeah. we and me and Pete was at a Carol's daughter event shooting the event, and she came to meet me afterwards. But she showed up while late, and me off rip being who I am, I'm like, "Yo, what's good? Where you was at?" And she was like, "Oh, come over to the side. Let me tell you something." I'm like, "What's good?" And she's like, "Yo, well, um, when I was about to leave, I seen Zilla waiting for the elevator, and he pretty much just like asked me to go with him to the movies, like on some date type shit." And I was like, what? And she was like, oh, now nah, I'm about to go meet Joe or someone other. And the conversation was more like, all right, well, you can meet him afterwards. Me and you should go to the movies. And the thing is, he met her through me. Mm-hmm. And he, he was introduced to her as my girl. So it's not like he's seen her and tried to put the moves on her. It was just all out inappropriate behavior. Yeah. And it hit a point because Pete was there. And I told him the situation. He was like, nah, I don't know what that is. I think you should talk to him. Maybe, maybe she missed something. I did think y'all should talk it out. I was like, what? Is, and, and, and eventually y'all did. Because I thought, I knew, I told him, I was like, yo, Joe's going to put hands on you. So I don't know what happened with you. And, and that's, that's and literally Renee, the only reason he even called me back. To... Because I threatened him. I say, yo, my mans, we either got to speak before I see you or when I see you, I'm going to put my fucking hands on you. And the nigga literally called me back while I was on the train and left a voicemail. I was like, yo, Joe. I don't like the fact that you cursed me on this voicemail, bro. Just give me a call back. 
and then he hit me with the yo, 150 different. Something people. must have happened after that because you were coming to the movie parties and everything was smoothed over. Were I don't know what me, happened because I wasn't. Reve, everything is cool. Reve told me everything was cool after the conversation. Don't make don't make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Just pull up. Don't make it don't make it uncomfortable because they worked together up until last year. She's like, what I don't want to do is feel uncomfortable when I go to work. Okay. When I gotta go into the office and I gotta walk past his desk, I don't want people looking at me sideways. And that's the sad part. Yeah, it's like on some part. real shit. Like they should be able to just put that put that nigga on blast straight right. like that, and it should be handled. And right. then in that situation, because that's and in that situation, I, I was I was stuck with it. Right, and in that situation, I was stuck with it because it's like, I right, there's money making opportunities here, but if it was up to me, I don't if know, you man. know me. Listen, if you know me I, like I, you know I, me, I, I, I was expecting you to fight him. Honestly, I'm gonna keep it one right. Way. If you know me like you know me, once I'm I done, I'm done. What's happen? And when it didn't happen, I guess it was like, all right, I guess it was a miscommunication. I've stayed out of it. Right, but like I'm saying, if you know me like you know me, it would have been hands thrown, and we would have left it at that. Well, my girl is telling me, don't do it, leave it alone. It's not a big deal. Oh, ah, uh, uh, uh. all right, cool. I'm gonna leave it as is, but. Y'all know I'm hard-headed. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm have never sat down and broke bread. So, and that's the thing about the whole leverage thing. He, like, not I me, mean? like him having that position and her and like, you know, y'all like kind of like thinking like, oh, there's money to be made or I don't want to make it argue. That's the shit where it's like, if he was just a regular nigga, there would have been a different story. You would have been that. 150 percent. So like, that's the whole thing about, and that's why they feel like this they can do the shit like on? that because, then, yo, Pete. Pete. God damn, my nigga. Just, if you want to say something off the camera, yeah, just say something. We'll mute yeah. you. But yeah, like it's it's all about like they feel like they have this power or they they're or they're um lifted up to the point where that shit gets to their head, like, oh I'm untouchable, I can save this, I can save that without any ramifications coming up until it really fucking happens. And that's the shit where it gotta stop. It's like putting people up on a fucking pedestal or making people feel like stars and all that shit, especially regular niggas. Like he was a regular ass nigga who was just fucking doing like not I me mean? like that's not he's like he's nothing in this grand scheme of shit. We not a whole lot of people know him. Like we know him, but a lot of people was like, "Who's this dude? Who's this dude?" We can't be doing that anymore. Straight up. And that shit is why. So I feel like as 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 a group of men that set out to help and influence other men in in a positive light, whether it's relationship advice, whether it's restaurant ideas, whether it's just like day to day shit. I feel like it's up to us to let dudes know that type of shit is not cool, fam. Like, it's not okay to to make uber aggressive approaches out of women. It's not okay to expose a part of your body unsolicited to a woman and y'all in a private space. It's not okay for you to keep pushing when 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 a woman tells you no, right? We do know that there are situations where she might say no, but she act like she wanted. You gotta go with what's said versus what's being done, like. I had a conversation with somebody not too long ago. I will not expose, I will not expose their name. But when this shit popped up, I was speaking with somebody and it was like, yo, you know, I've been in situations with, I've been in situations with women where it's like, we about to fuck, I stick it in. They be like, nah, 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 stop. And I, I keep going. I said, my nigga, that's rape. Right. What the Wait, fuck? Somebody any- said that? Fam. I said, dude, that's rape. And at any given, at any given point, that a woman tells you no, or she shows this interest in your approach, or in in, in your in your stepping up to her, that's rape, mm-hmm. fam. 
Right. Listen, I Damn. there are too there are too many women. There are too many mm-hmm. opportunities. There's too much I have going on in my personal life, my myself. To force myself onto somebody and potentially stop everything I have going and in my life. Because let's think about it. Crystals and Zilla, they may not never, they may not ever see the light of day in the industries that they spent all that time building themselves. Yeah, they're up. done. Done. You feel me? Like you gotta like let's call let's call a spade a spade. Zilla was the number one black film reviewer in the country. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was because, to some extent, he had support. He had a pretty decent amount of support from the black community, and he was known by these by these movie companies and by these actors and actresses as somebody is gonna bring attention from the black community. Who fucking with that now, fam? You spent 15, 20 years building that up, and you do it all away because you want to put your dick on somebody while they sleep. What? Come on, man. fam. You had, fam, you was in Jay-Z's house. You in Jay-Z's house. Breaking bread with Fuck the nigga. We, we ain't not going to talk about this nigga accolades and all that shit. Fuck all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but literally built your life up just to, just to crash it. I mean, I mean, that's not, that's not, that's, that's neither here nor there because, I mean, as we saw with. I think we just been lame from the, the beginning Hollywood, of time. Yeah, we saw this with the Hollywood thing. I mean, they were, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they were high up people that were doing stuff, you know, what you call it? Matt Lauer didn't even last. And the, and the first accusation came and he was out the door. He was like, oh, it's been real. Yo, when they like, said, been, and I'm not even laughing, but when they say he had a door on his office that he hit a switch and I joined slams and locks and a knob, there's no nah. knob. Yeah. I, you never yes, seen, you never seen the morning show? You never seen the morning show? Oh yeah. That was partially about, that was partially about him. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, the door I mean, was slammed and it had no knob. So when you in here, that's it. Yeah. He had a button underneath his desk. You hit it and it slammed the door. Yeah, I think I think the the the, the part about somebody weighing out these things as a, as a deterrent to do it is is, is beside the point. I mean, right. Right. it wouldn't matter if they spent fifteen years in the industry or they were just working as a mechanic. Like either way, is it's that's not that wasn't enough value to them at the time. To to make sure that that wasn't something that that exists that they wouldn't be putting whatever the poison is that's going on in their mind and like have that impact all these women. I mean the 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 ripple effect is the issue here. Like yeah, for every for every one of those women, like they have to go through major therapy. They have to adjust the way that their trust level is with black. I mean this is why I'm saying as far as us taking on as black men, like we have to make sure in the spaces that we can. I'm not saying that we're Superman and we're gonna run and we're gonna educate every single male on how to do that, but like just in our little circles that we have, mm-hmm. making sure that the guys that we do have the influence on, that we let them know the things that we hold as a bar for the, what we want around us. Like Joe knows, if it's even if it's an awkward text, I hit him and be like, fam, I'm, I'm not with this. Like even if it's a group chat and something, I'm like, bro, this shit is not cool. And so, like, he knows that, and and, I, and, and we've had that conversation that yeah. he's like, yo, yeah, he's like, yo, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, whatever. And I would say to him, too, like, yo, we're accountable. If it's our group chat and something's in it and none of us say anything, then we're, we're, we're condoning it. So, right. like, just, and, but that's what I mean, just in those spaces what? that we can so, This is, this is, now, this is something that I said in the group chat earlier this week, right? Okay. And I said, 
if the contents of our group chat were emptied out into the internet, right? What would women think sleep, if they saw the internet? Well um, I sleep well at And Joe, so I'm talking about. So it's not. It's not about a group chat. And I'm we don't say anything crazy. I'm just saying. No, what I'm saying. In there, uh, if we're in there in a post with strippers. No, Are we no that has nothing to do with fucking rape, coercion, forcing yourself off okay. on a person. Right. That's not, that has nothing to do with it. And you're missing that. has so nothing to do with that. And, and, I'm, not, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that. And you're I'm not saying that. bringing it up. That's you, what, no, right, I'm what not. Again, you're missing, you're missing you know the point I'm of what I'm saying because you're going back into if the contents of it. I'm telling you that I'm taking ownership and I'm explaining to you what we can do mm -hmm. within our, our, our realm, right? What I do, if something's in the chat that I don't like, you don't hear nothing from me. Half the time, y'all like, yo, I ain't hear nothing from whatever. But I will I will be like, listen, I wasn't cool with this. I wasn't cool with this. And then I'll just check out. Now I'll, I know that I have, to, I have to be more vocal. But it was like, I felt like I was the only one being vocal. And if, if, if I don't hold my, my boys accountable, you know, what's going to happen? So that's why I'm saying, like, I have, I'm taking ownership, but I'm also expressing it to the other people listening, like these are the ways that you do it. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that people haven't had things that they put in their chat. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are right now like, oh shit, you know what? I never thought about the fact that even our regular dialogue is over sex. Thank you. That's right. what I'm talking about. I'm not yeah. saying comparing what we well, talk yeah. about to a rape. We don't talk about raping people. Yeah. We're not I know I totally get that too. Yeah. But on some real shit, there's 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 definitely a level of thirst because there's people, there's women who have thirst, thirsty fucking chat groups and all like that. Cool. People, that's why we have these fucking the quarantine time radio, what would you call it? Motherfuckers want to see that shit. They just tune into that. Cool. That's you know, that's gonna happen. I mean, and that's something you can't really, but when if you start if people start talking, it's not like you're gonna go on our shit and we talking about, damn, yo, yeah, I was I was at this girl crowd the girl house and I was trying to take the pussy type shit. It will never be that. And right. that's what I'm saying. It's like that's you're trying to make it seem like if if like I'm not making it seem saying, I'm just questioning no. all of our intentions if yeah, we're, if I know. we're and sexualizing. Our intentions is never that. It's never yeah. that yeah. of a malicious yeah. intent. Yeah, admiring. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's not intent. Admiring yeah. and being thirst over girls and women who's out there putting themselves out there in a privacy of our own self. And and it's not really like if you're saying like I'm gonna put this girl in here and then someone says, damn, I'm I'm ready to like to take the pussy. I'm ready to like, or oh, I did some shit to some girl and it was it seems like on some rapey shit. That's a whole nother different story. If we're saying like, oh damn, you almost raped this girl and all and we're complicit with that, then that's a different story. Being we LOL well in it, that's different, right. Right. Yeah. Being and being thirsty, that thirstiness happens every day. There's thirsty everywhere. It's about <laughs> acting upon it or being complicit with what the fuck is like the what you're saying. We've never we've never said nothing that's on some crazy borderline rape shit where we like, or some creepy creep shit, like what they're doing. Bigger than that. Be, we know that's not gonna happen. Bigger than that. We so, know that's so, not us. So Pete, so Pete, I feel like your statement is directly related to us and how we choose to discuss and consume Mankind. content. Right. No, right. you said our group chat. So it's but it's all men. Up, it's all men. Let's, let's be specifically honest. Barbershop about, talk, all of it. It's men and women, regardless. All right, so, you're talking about people's uh, the the way that people choose to discuss and consume content, right? So, let's say we won't say any names. I'll I'll, I'll stay in that safe space. But let's say 
an influencer or somebody that we know posts a oh, photo yeah. up on social media and in, in, in a thong bikini with her backside towards the camera, looking back at the camera, and the caption is look back at it. And if one of us take that photo, put it into the group chat, they go, wow, that's crazy. Word, I saw that too. Oh, damn, she looked good. Oh, damn, her ass is fat. Okay, that's different than a conversation in a group chat where, where like what Roma said, it's it? like, yo, hell yeah, it's different. Okay, okay, okay. Melissa, <laughs> Melissa's looking oh, right at also, the screen and like, now. But we're now. also talking about you and- But y'all did have Eggplant Fridays. Y'all did have Eggplant Fridays with the game and y'all be posting dicks. So we're talking about, we're talking about oh. content that someone put out online- That somebody put out. consume. So essentially, Correct. You're putting that content out, and that then puts it in a in a in an arena of public opinion. So if we decide to take our opinions and share it privately, that's one thing. But for a nigga to be like, "Damn, I seen your picture on Instagram. Your ass was out all fat. Let me reach and grab it." Two totally different things. Or just saying anything that's really detrimental. Like you know what I mean? Like or doing anything or saying anything that makes somebody uncomfortable. Yeah. At the end of the day. On both sides. Yep. Type it. Get it. Women, in. women, women and men. They, they, they thirst over men and women. Straight like that. And that shit yeah. is as long as you ain't fucking going to the next step of being an actual fucking, uh, fucking predator, or or saying shit that's predatory. Make sure y'all read this chat though. Fucking, what? Make sure. Y'all read. <laughs> Make sure y'all read this chat. The women have a different opinion. The women have a different opinion. No, listen, I... Okay, well, I mean, let's talk about the sharing photos that were sent no, in let, private. Let me, let me hear what Carl Okay, I've never done that. If I've ever got a nude, I would never put a nude exactly. that I've ever received in a chat. That First of all, that yeah, is... It's private. I'm, first of all, I'm yeah. not, I don't think women do that anyway. They never be like, well, I'm not, I'm going to share my man's selfie because you know it's savage season. It's been savage season. So if somebody is sharing... Uh, your camera died or something? Techno man. Did my, did my camera die? Is my camera on? Oh, the cam link. Something happened. Bro, on some real shit. Hold on. Like I said, listen, being thirst within your family and your friends and all that shit is whatever because that shit happens every day. Even if it's on your fucking timeline, people follow these accounts. We follow right. regular girls. That's like, they could just be fucking pretty. And that's really the bulk of these fucking The conversation, also, right. Yeah, it's like, damn, she's bad. Cool. But that is, is that's it. It's not about being uh, a planet. I would take, take her clothes off and now. Nah, yeah, like come shit. on now, like that's real. Like when the real life shit hit, like the chat in real life is way fucking different. Like YC real just life said, shit is real life shit. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold YC, on. YC, I don't know who YC YC is, but YC just said everything you share isn't from social. Isn't from social. Come on, and yes, it is. In and our group chat, right. See, in our group chat, we only yeah, we literally yeah. we literally yeah. share embedded content from Instagram. So at the end of the day, even even when it comes to 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 the stuff that shit, like I don't know, I don't know, um, Joe Joe knows because I'm I'm a little probably a little more vocal on the side with Joe about things that are just, that that are uncomfortable to to me than 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 the group. Um, mm -hmm. I think I do agree with this with the term that behind scenes should be uh, the treatment should be the same. Now, again, admiring is different. Um, I, I'm not somebody that frequents group chats where there are news thrown in it and all this other stuff. Like I've never needed any of that. 
and I don't like right. being part of it. Guys that I feel that do that are thirsty. And I don't know what that's about. I don't think that it needs like to be to be perfectly honest. Like if I'm in a group chat with photographers, the majority of what I want to talk about is stuff with photography. I don't have a thirsty, yeah. I don't have a thirsty group chat. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a chat just for like we're just gonna argle over a woman. So right. Right. um anytime that I feel like I'm in a chat where what's being shared is 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 uncomfortable, something I don't want to deal with or something that's not my particular taste, I just, I just mute it. And right, you guys know, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be missing for, for days. I don't correspond yeah. that I don't like. So, um, I, I would, I would, I would tread light on assuming that because names are attached to a chat that they are partaking in the things that are shared in there all the time. You know what right. I mean? So that's when, that's why I was saying the thing about not saying something no different than if it's in public or if it's in the chat. I Carl never really does. I, I will blanket disclaimer this. He says nothing about the stripper clips that Malaya might post and might end up into the chat. I will I, agree with that. I, that I mean, none of that stuff, none of that stuff interests me. Like, it just doesn't. So, I mean, I, far be it if, if that's something that's shared and other people want to talk about it, but like, I don't. It's almost bedtime for Hudson. So. Sorry. But um, but yeah, like so again, my my main reason is to in saying that is just I just I'm talking about the part about us starting to take accountability and the the it is it is not an easy thing. I'm not saying at all that it's an easy thing. I'm just saying that knowing what's happening, the the odds are stacked. It's always been stacked where women end up dealing with the brunt of our issues. So what I'm saying is that we have to take more ownership of it. Even if it is in the chat, we have to be like, you know what? I'm just off the fact that I'm seeing this thing and it's, it's something that I enjoy is cool. Maybe that's not something I have to bring to the chat. Maybe I could just deal with it myself and be like, oh, this is cool, I admire it. Maybe we mm -hmm. are saying that we're not going, we don't want these things in the chat. Like, I'm just saying those are the things because then we start creating a habit that will have a ripple effect. Like, you know what? I haven't seen anybody. I don't know who David Grass is, but I think that's another hacker because I don't know what David. Does anybody know David Grass? That is a crazy name. And the last person that came in with the Charles Manson video, oh, he's not a hacker. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like so. I mean, that's, that's honestly it for me. I'm. I just want. I'm. I'm putting that on myself, and that's what I'm saying. I'm moving forward. Is that I think starting to to hold the mirror to ourselves in the things that we happening around and we don't say anything about that's the that's the thing that i'm saying i'm not even going to talk about what's in past chats what's in whatever i mean i've been hearing about zilla for how many years now right I, I listen i gotta i wasn't fucking with him because of the things that i heard and women that i knew that told me personally that he made them uncomfortable like I've, i will, cereal, I will cereal. let me let me tell you something i Oh, he's a creep. Like, I've definitely heard that. He had a way of behaving around me that, listen, I, I would tell you, I'm, I'm not shocked, like, when I, hate, when I hate the allegations, but I was absolutely beside myself, like, fam, you, you were doing this? And um, I actually had a, a discussion with um, the main person who had, you know, and it really wasn't much of a discussion. 
because um, I was never a Global Grind employee ever, like in his lifetime, but I was an independent contractor and I would go with him and shoot these events. And, um, you know, she alluded to the fact like, yeah, you were in the office and you knew. And I'm like, I didn't know. I come, I came in the office to pick up my check and talk for 15 minutes and then I would leave. Um, so I had no idea. Um, I did know that he was not liked by a lot of people. And, you know, I just, I just didn't know that the dude was like to this level. I, 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 cause I don't operate like that. I don't operate myself like that, but I think he knew enough, you know, during the times that we hung out to not do that. I, I saw probably one occasion where we were with a mutual friend that we actually all know. And I seen him graze his hand and I said, yo, my man, Y'all got a relationship outside of uh, tonight? Nah, nah, I'm just trying. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Don't do that. I don't care how much you had to drink. Don't do that because I don't conduct myself like that. You shouldn't be conducting yourself like that. If you like her, if you feel on her, find a different way to approach her, do it respectfully, hands off. And he remembers that day. So it's just hearing it is like, damn, dog. Um, It's... It's fucked yeah, up. It's there. fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's super, like, out there. You know what I'm saying? And again, looking right at Hudson, it's just like, yo, I got to get a gun permit. Legit, legit. Because I'm not, I'm not with, I'm not playing with nobody. But, yeah, that's when, before we even get to that, I'm just saying, like, it's, even our conversation is, 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 is. I hear you, G-Day. It's four, it's four of us here that will never have to deal with the repercussion of it. None of us here are gonna be raped in that scenario, not by any guy. You know what I mean? Like, so well, that's, I had a situation with a lady. Yeah, was Fifteen, not I a guy. By a guy. I was very definitely clear. not a guy. Just very definitely clear. not a guy. Very definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. No, I definitely. Okay. So it's not. We're not getting into that conversation. What I'm saying is basically, whatever we're doing here, the conversation sounds great. I'm, I would love to see the action follow up because at the end of the day, we are not the ones that have to deal with it. It's no different than us being like really asking for white people to be understanding of what we go through and, and explaining to them why we need their help because the people that oppress us look like them. So the same True. thing, the people that are treating women this way, they, if you lined us all up, they couldn't tell the difference. So our intentions can be different, but those are, those are our counterparts. We have to tell them like, yo, this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable right. until it's uncomfortable. Like no different than jail coach. Yeah. You come inside and they knew that you molested a child. Guess what's like? It oh, nah. That ass, yeah. be a universal. It's, like, you know, it's the, it's the funny home. thing. I, I hate to cut you. I'm not trying to cut you off, but I said this to Melissa, like my brother, my own brother, my blood brother, he sometimes falls off the horse and you know, he be substance abuse or whatever but I know he had a history of back in the day stealing from my sister. So when I had my apartment, I would not leave him unsupervised in my crib. He would come to the crib, he would eat, and he, we would chill, and I would make sure he got up out of there, but I would not leave him alone in my crib because if he stole something out of my house, I'm throwing him down the fucking stairs. You know what I'm saying? So exactly, you got to hold people accountable and know exactly what you're dealing with. Um, I wanted to go to the chat real quick because I just want to reflect over what you're saying, Carl. On why he says there really needs a healthy needs to be a healthy conversation around sex and sexuality in our homes and amongst our friends, and I absolutely agree that agree to that because it's 
even though like you know i alluded to like just the content and how we receiving the content it's it's like are we wrong you know what i'm saying so what you were saying or like you don't comment on it or whatever it's i think it is definitely a conversation that needs to be has on like how how we do it like i'm reading in the chat and the women are like we is tired we are tired and yeah ivy said he got jumped for pressing a dude that he knew was a rape but he stepped to somebody and they sent dudes to his crib and called him a snitch so i mean but that's that's the you know that's just my that's just my take on it i mean i've 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 definitely had my my situations in the train i've approached guys that i felt that i've seen um brushing up on a woman. If yeah, I did that too. Stay, literally stay yep. with them in the train. I'll check whoever. I would rather Word. do those things. That's just on my content. But I'm not, and I'm not putting that. Oh, Alicia got stuff to say. It. Yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not really putting, I don't want people to, I'm not trying to say that you need to put yourself in danger, but I do need for men to understand that it, like the burden of it has to start shifting towards us. Right. Yes, yeah, for sure. It's a cultural yeah. thing. It's not. It's not just a handful of guys. Like it's a cultural thing that it's acceptable to do mm -hmm. it, and that the victims, the women, it's, won't so be won't be believed. So they're gonna have to go through jumping through hoops to prove it before it even gets to a point where it's like, oh wait, now I gotta. So here's what I'll say. I, did. I agree with you partially. It's not just on men. It's also on women because there are a lot of women out here that have male friends that they know behave in this way. And if there's mm -hmm. anybody that can get the point across to a man as effectively as possible about how un like un inappropriate his behavior is, it's a woman. So True. there are a lot of women, like you from yeah, there, a lot of you women You had me in the here. first call. You had me in the first half. I know where yeah, he was going I, with that. Yeah, I don't you know. You had me at the first yeah. <laughs> But no, you're good. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't, I don't know that. Think. All right. So, so, so look, that, that, look here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. So. Prime example. Like men never listen to. If you look, if you go back to if you go back to Chris Styles page, and you look at some of the comments underneath his page, there are tons of women that we know that party with this nigga, that hang out with this nigga, that are cool with this nigga, that are underneath his comments, co-signing some of the wild and crazy shit he's saying, co-signing some of the crazy things that he's doing. But everybody so, followed. Um, Charles Manson was just in here. He got followers. No, I'm not talking about followers. I'm talking about people that know Yo. him personally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I'm talking about people followers. that know him personally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's just, I mean, like, yeah, they go. Nah, it's, it's, what? Everybody, we, every bad guy, every bad guy got a got a got a got a crew. Can, everybody. Can we let a couple of the ladies come in here? I, I see Alicia P and YC are really slamming the keyboards and they're probably going to drag what we're saying, but it, it, I think it's important to give them the voice since we're talking about giving them the voice. Um, let's do that. Okay, YC um, is working. Let's let's do let's do Alicia, please. All right, um, I'm on mute Alicia and I'm going yeah. to bring her camera. No, no, no. A black woman going through quarantine. My head looks crazy right now. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine right now. Right, I'm going to turn my mic off because I want to hear her speak and I'm going to pick up Hudson for a little while. So I'm turning my mic off. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Okay. So first and foremost, I want to say that um, I think the conversation that you guys are having amongst each other is an important and healthy conversation that is necessary. And this is why, um, this is why we, th this is a, 
pretty much the reason why it's necessary because we as a black community have can't have these conversations one because we think it's taboo one because it's uncomfortable or whatever the case may be so kudos to you guys for having a very uncomfortable conversation and a very very each of y'all have different perspectives and it's all necessary so just want to put that out there however what I think is missing in this conversation, um, and this is to kind of go back to what you were saying, Pete, in regards to, you know, how you want to raise your daughter and, you know, what you want to be able to teach her. Those are all amazing things that you absolutely, you know, as a Black man, should teach your, your Black daughter. However, the part of the conversation that I didn't hear you guys mention in here is manipulation and, and um a black oh, yeah. man and, and charisma, right? Mm -hmm. You can't really identify that. Like you, it uh, it's really hard to try to identify that when you're elaborate. when you feel when you, Sorry, when you elaborate on what you mean by charisma. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's everybody knows what charisma means. Like I don't have to define what that means. Everybody, I mean, manipulation is probably more of the conversation we need to have as opposed to defining charisma. But I think what we where we don't have real conversations at is the manipulation and the and the characteristics of those people who are very charismatic. And that's where the perception gets lost. That's where, you know, you start to feel safe. That's where you feel like, mm -hmm. that's where you feel like, okay, I can trust this person. You don't necessarily, you don't necessarily even know you're in, the, in those situations until you're in a room with four walls and you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable this is not who I knew I thought I can trust this person like exactly and 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 I think that's where we not want to say fail as a community because that's really heavy but that's that's if you have to teach your daughter anything is to have her understand what manipulation looks like to protect mm -hmm. her from men like that because the situation excuse me the patterns that Chris Styles specifically and I'm only speaking to Chris Styles um, specifically is because I had two friends who were assaulted by them. I mean, by him. Um, his patterns were very consistent. And those patterns were of that of a very manipulative man. Even down to the way he got on his live, he was very R. Kelly Jr.-ish with his shit. Like, y'all trying to mm. take me away. Y'all trying to, y'all trying to, I can't live. Y'all trying to kill me. That's how his, that's how, that's what a very manipulative I need y'all to still trust me and believe me, man would do when he's guilty. Exactly. And and um to try to to uh to to kind of go back to what I was trying to say, we have to not always think a woman is putting herself in is putting herself in that position. I'm not even gonna hold you. There are times where I, I do that as well, where I'm like, did I put did somebody in did somebody in the chat make it seem like that? Um, I mean, Pete said something along the lines of like, I want to teach my daughter where she doesn't put, she doesn't put herself in that position. And I'm mm -hmm. saying that that's not always the case. We don't always know when it's going to happen. Like you right. can't foresee a nigga just changing on you. Like you right. can't foresee a nigga wanting to slam your head in the wall and rape you. Like you don't foresee those things happening. You, there's that's no why way was to call that. There's no way to, to call say. it. Huh? That's why it was important to say. So I'm, I'm glad you're addressing it. Cause I, I'm not even thinking that way. Like, but, you know what I mean? You, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I'm going to even tell you this, Pete. As I was reading some of those, um, those tweets and, and people coming out, I was like, oh, shit. 
that happened to me. I didn't even know that was sexual assault. I felt mm. uncomfortable. I couldn't even identify it as sexual assault because one, that's the denial. Two, that's the embarrassment of having to be honest with myself like you were in a situation that you know was this so people sometimes people don't even know how to and i'm saying people because i do think it can happen to both men and women but since mm -hmm. we're specifically yeah. speaking about women i'm gonna say women um i didn't even know that some of the situations that i had been in my life were sexual assault situations so when people and just to kind of address something else that was discussed here was why you know why not go to the police why not that's just not an easy thing to do as easy right. as you think as it sounds because some women may have felt threatened or some women have may have been raped the mental process that you go through when these things happen are right. automatically pinpoint to the woman the woman wants mm -hmm. to question what did i do wrong how am i this dumb to put myself in this situation what could i have done better it was me there's no way anybody's gonna believe that the Duce Palooza dude, the nigga that be dancing on the stage, like Diddy could possibly do something to me. Self-consciousness comes up, self-esteem comes up, self-doubt comes up, all of these things come up. So they're not gonna want to come out and, and say these things when they know that the odds are not with them. Right. Um, so we can't just think like, we're just gonna go in here and be able to speak in an open and safe space and that everybody's just gonna believe us. So you know what we do? We say, I don't wanna be weird. I don't wanna, I don't wanna go to work and have no type of problems. Please don't say anything. Let's just let it be. I'll put my head down and be strong. And we'll just look forward. Mm -hmm. And- I was, and um, sorry to cut you off. We watched um, the last, the latest episode of 911 last night. And there was a scene where they were interviewing the victims of a rapist. He like broke into these women's house attached cameras to the ceiling, raped them, and then took the cameras and saved all the videos, and they found the videos. And half of the women that were raped by him didn't, like, they, they called in and they reported the break-in, but they didn't report the rape. And when Angela Bassett, who was the officer, asked them, why did you not report the rape? A lot of the women said things like, that was the old me. That'll never happen again. Or, right. I thought that if I didn't say anything about it, then it would just it, it would just like leave my mind and I wouldn't have to deal with that pressure. Yeah, they wouldn't would believe that. They wouldn't like, yeah. I seen that episode today. And that, I mean, I feel, I love that they did that. Cause mm -hmm. like that, and I was like, that's kind of crazy that that happened. But like, um, that definitely was like a sign of like, like, listen, this is what really happens. And I love that they put that in that show. There's no win-win to this situation. As much as we think we can, as much as we think as that we can, you know, prep for these situations, be prepared for these situations, that's just not until we really want to have a conversation where we want to talk about sexuality, where we want to talk about accountability, because that's something that nobody knows how to do in the black community when it comes mm -hmm. to shit like this. And I'm saying that for black women and black men, because black women be doing some wild shit, too. But again, we're not talking about black women right now. We're talking about black <laughs> men. But once we are ready to have those conversations about accountability, sexuality, understanding body language, understanding no for fucking no, understanding like language, then we're going to get somewhere. But until then, if we're trying to point fingers and being like, this is what she could have did different. Oh, she used to hoe around. 
Yeah. Oh, she might have fucking, you know, deserved that shit, or she might have just put herself in that position. No. Yeah, and that's I not it. If she was a hoe or if she was a virgin. She said no, she said no. And that's a crazy shit. When it was on Twitter, like that shit, that a lot of people, men and women were saying that was giving those type of fucking um excuses. And that was the sad part. It was like, damn, like they really coming out on Twitter saying this shit and they still getting like they're not believed. If they're not being believed anywhere, they're gonna like this shit is just wild to me. That's why I said that it's societal, like, I'm, and that's not to say that it's societal only on men's end. There are a lot, a lot of women that feel the same way. And, you know, it's really, if I if I had one piece of advice to, to even give you, Pete, when it comes to Hudson, like, I'll, I'll say for myself, the, one of the reasons that my perspective is different about it is because w- when I was younger, probably within my teens, um, I knew people that had had gone through it. And I remember wanting to just understand it because I knew I was, I was a young man that was going to get ready to go further into that type of, you know, like interaction with women. And I, and I wanted to just understand because at the end of the day, it's a respect thing. And I put myself in a room with women and just asked the questions and sat down and listened to them. It's not that difficult. Yeah. I have four sisters and I, and I feel like growing up with them, it changed the way I move. Like, you know what I'm saying? that's that's I'm and and I mean yeah you have your sisters but I I think I think it's important for not to be your siblings I think it's important for you to sit in a room with women and I and I I tried to to do it as often as possible and just listen just listen and you you would probably I think you would be shocked at how many how many women have multiple accounts like Multiple. No, I, I no, no, I know, I know, and, and it almost comes across like even in the dating world when you hear things like it's actually happened to me. I get somebody to ride home. Um, it was like two in the morning, and the young lady was like, "I, I you know, I, I didn't really want to get in your car because I thought." And I was like, "Why would you think that?" It's two o'clock in the morning. The last Metro North train left. You had to get back to New Rochelle. I'm going to Mount Vernon. Of course, I'm gonna give you a ride. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but I, you know, I just wasn't, you know. Um, and that's when it dawned on me, like, man, every time a woman gets, you know, a gesture from a guy where I think men should be protecting, it turns into a. They're grabbing on them. They almost expect it, and they're waiting for the guy to be a creep, because it's so commonplace. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And it kind of told me, like, bruh, it, it never even crossed my mind. Like, I pulled up to the house, and the girl was just sitting there and was just like, you're not going to try to get out. I was like, no, I'm not getting out. Like, you need to go like, go in your house. And it's, it's, it's a whole world of things like that. And yeah. I just wanted to mention, because I'm paying attention to the chat, I have it up. The guilt that comes from black women, this is said by YC, that being told that they are fast and growing as little girls and everything... <clears throat> And anything as a young black girl that we do, that they do is cult is sexually is sexualized culturally, and Reve chimed in and said yes. They even down to the hairstyles and the dancing, and that is correct. That is one hundred percent correct. Um, but um, see, I yeah, I mean, I think like I said, I think the the, the underlying message, and I know we had other stuff to talk about, but I think the main thing is this was a good one though. This yeah. is the, like. This was pinnacle. This was an important one. Yeah, it's it's important for us to protect. This was important for us to protect our women. Yeah, and it's Both accountability. Women women I don't. I don't want. I don't want because 
you know, these aren't my guys. Like, I'm these aren't my guys. I, I didn't rock with any of these guys, right? But I still feel like the, the, the climate in which they feel like they are okay to do that it's still responsible. We're still our responsibility. We're not, we're not removed too far from either of these guys. You know, yeah. we each know one. We don't even operate in a hip hop capacity anymore, but yes, I'd like, yeah. it's a rock star, right? For yeah, sure. Like, I mean, you're, uh -huh. you're directly yeah. because that's your, one is your boy and the other one, because I know somebody that knows him, but I also know two women that he's assaulted. So right. what I'm is that he's close enough to my sphere that, like I can't, I can't downplay what my impact is, even if that's not my boy. I need to, I need to start looking in the mirror and figure out ways mm -hmm. to, um, to utilize whatever, whatever platform I have or whatever ability I have to make sure that this person knows that's not okay. Even if I gotta go to them, to to the to their crew and be like, listen, I heard X Y Z. I don't need to talk to your man directly, but you guys are a crew. You represent a brand, and. Before I start making noise, I need you guys to put him in check. For sure. That's yeah. simple. That's simple. Sure. It doesn't have to I, that doesn't have to result into blows. I, but I, that's just one that's just one instinct. And I've been thinking about this since it happened. So that's that's the only reason I'm saying that. I'm I'm trying to mm. think for myself how to take accountability for ways that I can approach the situation if I hear about it and not pass it off because I felt not necessarily to the degree of like what Alicia said, but I felt the way too, because I'm like, I've I've heard stuff about Zilla. I've heard yeah, no, listen, I, I have to, I got to take accountability. It has affected our friendship completely. He was on the phone. Bro. I was like, I feel like you mad at me too. I said, my man, I am. I, don't I said, I'm literally on the phone with you because I'm on the phone with him so he don't kill himself. I don't understand how to, I don't even understand. Once he started talking mean. about suicide, because you know what? It's not even so much about the friendship. That we got to correct. We, we got, we got to, we got to, we got to correct this shit. You understand what I'm saying? And that, that, that's a whole nother topic of like the cancel yeah. culture, right? Like, no. if I'm on the phone with him, I'm like, yo, Zilla, you did X, Y, Z. Because this is what the conversation has been about. I could just tell y'all. It's been X, Y, Z. This, 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 this needs to be corrected. You have two 18-year-old daughters, whatever the case may be. And yeah, my wife doesn't want to talk to you. I'm answering the phone to be like, yo, don't kill yourself. You got two kids. But you got to own all of the shit that you did. So I hear what y'all are saying, and I know like I've been taking definitely the shots. Like, hi, like, how is he even still talking to this dude? It's there's a a little piece of moral fire in me that's like, it's not worth this dude ending his life if he's serious. And even though like Mel said, like, you know, some of that stuff, like even with Chris Styles, like putting um that he died, like he died that day, it's like narcissistic behavior because he's trying to like run the guilt trip. That is narcissistic shit, and it should not be accepted. But at the same time, there's something in me that said. I'm at least going to answer the dude's phones, make sure he didn't kill himself and tell him you got to own all the shit that you wrong. If they write in the essence article about you, give a statement, like, like have the conversation. It's a tough conversation to have, but do it. Awesome. Real shit. Your communication from my view, if, if, if I was in your thing, the communication will be super minimal. Are you okay? It is. And that's it. Literally. It, no, that's what no, it is, bro. Uh, you should get a statement and all that. Cause no, no, no. no they, a, they asked him. They asked him. I didn't. I didn't tell him to go and do a PR thing. They said, "Would you like oh. to give a statement?" And he said, "I don't know if I want to say." I said, "No, Zilla. You need to say something. You need to own it. You need to take responsibility." It wasn't. I'm. Listen, I'm not the PR cleanup guy. I'm not a PR guy. Most of the times, I'm usually speaking my mind, and I'm borderline. Right. So, right. it's 
y'all know I I get passionate. I say what I'm gonna say. So it's I I will never in this day tell you that I'm not helping the I'm not helping this nigga clean up nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's are you good? Are you okay? Are your kids good? Good luck. Hudson screaming in the background. Click. You know what I'm saying? But 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 look, I will also say you yes keep that same energy, but also don't come into. Don't say all that stuff that you were saying today because it seems like you're giving him hella support on some real Yeah, shit. like you to like me, you actually backing him. Yeah, that, like, that not, not it like doesn't sound good. No, I get it. I get it. So I, I know what you're saying, and I hope that you y'all know I'm not backing it though. That. No, I know, but in, from what I seen today earlier before you said all of this, it seems like it seemed like nah. you were saying like you were like trying to give excuses, and that's the like that's what we not that's what I'm not trying to do. Also, nah. I'm not trying to have you do because I wouldn't. I wouldn't give nigga, it's not I like would never. yeah. He has daughters. I think it's cognizant. This shit is not new. He's cognizant. Mm. He had his daughter for all them years. He was doing this shit to all them women. So on some real shit, he's cognizant. And him saying like maybe saying like he's gonna kill himself. That could be another way of manipulation. Like he did and to, to other people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Right, people right, 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 right. Alana says something shit. cool right here. She said he let you know that it was gonna come to his doorstep. He did, and then that he was not innocent. And then when it does yeah. come to the doorstep, he didn't face it head on. That's true. He didn't face it head on. My, my thing is, and how it was a little murky in the beginning of the chat was when we talked about the gun allegations, right? And it's not in support of, is if I'm pressing you and I'm having a discussion with you, if, even if Joe said like, yo, I am I, I'm only, so more of me use Joe's name because I don't even want that energy on his name. Somebody else, Please like don't. Bob or whatever, David Webb, who was in the in the joint, right, said, "Yeah, I definitely did X, Y, Z, but I ain't never flashed no gun, right?" Yeah, so the question that. is, the question is, hold on, the question is, are we just blanket after the one thing that you guilty of everything? Because and I and I'll tell you why it's personal to me. Y'all know my father's a fed lifer. He's in jail for selling a boatload of drugs. He's also in jail for murders that he did not do. So right. because he was the plug and you were selling all the drugs, you definitely killed him. Yeah, and that's, that's why it's a personal thing for me. You right. know why, but you at know, the same time, at the same time, though, it's you're not his lawyer, my nigga. And if there uh-huh. are if there are allegations on that man's name that are unjust and untrue, then nobody else's responsibility but his own to clear his name. And what you're doing now is you're taking on a position of a martyr and trying to be a good friend and speaking up on a friend's behalf. But I'm not no doing it in a public you, spectrum. I'm doing it amongst it, us. Like this if is people a public, are hearing it in the public. They're hearing it today. They're hearing it today in the in, in, so what in I'm saying the podcast. Is, but we've been talking about this probably. Is, so it's the first and I time. I told you this. I told you this last week. I said, look, what you're doing right now is you see somebody rushing your man with a gun and you know him. So you stand in front of him and put your arms out thinking that your presence is going to stop the full blow of that shot or stop them from shooting. Do not step in front of, or do not step in a blast radius of a ticking time bomb because it's bound to happen. And guess what? Whether he was with the person that pulled the gun or he pulled the gun. If them niggas was in the same car, same car got pulled over and the gun was in the back seat, both of them niggas is getting locked up. And that, and that's, and that's, that's the, you know, the, the, the problem with that statement is that Part of one of the grace that we gave you when we were having a conversation about knowing what your man's do, you you personally said that he wasn't being fully truthful with some of those situations. He's like, oh, I knew certain parts, but he didn't tell me the rest. So I mean, like, no, we really can't, we really can't lean like, on the. I city. knew the main, the main lady, and I respect right. her identity. He definitely was like, yo, 
um, she just got hired here or whatever. She looked good. And I was like, my man, don't do that. Don't do that. But I didn't know. Either yeah, way, and, and, and that's way, the thing. Predators like that is not going to ever tell the same, the whole story. No one's, no one's going to be like, yo, never. I raped this girl the other day. Yeah. You think Charles Manson was telling niggas that he was running around cutting niggas' bodies up? Oh, I didn't smash. Or like, if you if I ask someone who who say someone, I ask some dude who I like, they he they raped somebody, but he ain't telling. If I say, yo, what happened with that girl last night? You you left with? He can be like, oh yeah, nah, I tried to take her home, whatever, and it never happened. I just but behind the scenes, he could have just straight up assaulted her. So that's the whole thing too. It's like niggas ain't gonna ever come clean. And, and about on the, the shit gun shit, did. like then also real shit, like okay, say the gun shit's not true. Fuck the gun shit. That's whatever. <laughs> That's a gun. Like it is what it is. He, yeah. Like he was trying to had to clap somebody, but this oh. other shit. That's like that's just a little thing off that whole list. Fuck. What happened to the rest of the list? All that shit is, is still there. So fuck the right. gun. Like the gun is a gun. Like it is what it is with that shit. Like ain't we ain't gonna like try to save that shit. We are not gonna pick little things to like bring the, the, the product, fucking right. list down. Yeah, nah, fuck that. Yeah, but like it's it is it is what it is, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like the his 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 hitting you immediately when the thing happened with Crystal lets you know that he was completely aware of what was coming. There was right. nothing for him to tando head on because he had been sewing, he been he been making that bed for forever. And you know the whole thing about having daughters, like. Guys that have daughter, like having a daughter, is not a prerequisite for you to understand how to treat women. Like it's it's not. You would hope so, but a lot of guys dis disconnect and disassociate. Right. You know, oh, this is somebody's daughter. Like there's men, dudes with men, daughters that still disrespect women. There's tons of. I mean, it, it happens. There's tons of men that have daughters, have sisters, and they that they don't make that connection. And that's also not also check on her daughters. Also check on his daughters because yeah. Like, yeah, like, they, can, they can't go to their father with the way they feel about that shit. I mean, it's, they can't, you know? So, like, that's, I just don't want to, I don't want us to get into a thing about, you know, I'm not, I'm absolutely not concerned about what's going on with him. There's too many people that's been impacted for me to single out worrying about his thing. Right. So, yeah, I would, I'm more concerned about these women getting therapy. I'm more concerned with these women being able to trust black men. I mean, like the idea of being in an elevator with a black male after something like that, as harmless as being in an elevator. Like there's anxiety Bruh. that are attached to that. There are things that will forever be. And the, the, my biggest thing, and I think I, one time we went into a rant, I'm, I was talking about the, um, the way we perpetuate this. Like th this trauma doesn't just stay with the one victim. Like that gets passed on. You know, unless they they find ways to deal with it, then that gets passed on through her interactions with her, you know, her significant other, the children. Yeah. Like it, it gets passed on, and that's that's the biggest part of it. The trauma doesn't just stay with the victim; it it becomes a community issue. Right. And so that's right. why we, as a community, have to take on the act of just really changing the threshold of it. That's the part that, like, as as long as I think I've lived, I've known that it's been somewhat okay for these things to happen and that, it, you know, you have to go above and beyond to prove that it happened to you as a woman. Like, it's happened, like, as long as I know, whether it's the 80s, 70s, whatever, it's just different forms of it. But women have been bearing the brunt of it. You know what I'm saying? So I think we're in a place now where as Black men, we are speaking out 
as we are hearing more about our our emotions, going to therapy, working on our shit. Um, the other the other limb of that tree is is taking accountability for the for the person in proximity to us, whether that's our direct boy or we know that they're doing something. We we have to find ways to to change it. You know, like whether that's a town hall thing where we start having gatherings where where black men can have these conversations, but we have to figure it out because it's not it's not something that we need to put on women alone. Like that's that's just not it's not the thing. We, we really I'm I'm really honestly trying to figure it out. I'm not saying it wagging again, wagging my finger. We just have to figure the shit out. Yeah, it's gonna be a long process because it's like it's 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 definitely rooted in like they need some therapy because you gotta be a certain type of nigga to do these type of things, these type of things. Correct. And it's like it's Correct. getting them some type of therapy and you know black people don't like therapy. Well, majority of black people don't it's like taboo that's just like they don't want to talk it out but those be the ones who really really need it because those be the ones who be doing these type of crazy shit and, and it's that. like how do you how do you get through to someone like or someone that's like a zella or like a chris like who their egos are ready to that and they're not trying to listen to anything like so we got to figure out like there's a there's got to be some way like your man's because i don't know if their man's are doing that we already know like all the dudes that's part of do say i'm pretty sure they seen that shit too so it's like, right. I don't know if they there's said no, it's it's over, but there's, there's no way. Big houses are staying them together. There's not, there's no right. way that's happening and then not, somebody's not coming back. You think, a, you think a victim is not gonna come and say your man's wild? Like out of that number, none mm. of them came back to, I won't run into the names of the people, but none of yeah. them comes back. Cause you're the head, you're representing a brand. Like it was reported, it was reported that somebody came to, to Homeboy, the lighter one, and told him a month before it happened. <laughs> the Yakub. Listen, yeah. I, I look, somebody look. said the same thing to me. Like Pete, that shit, man. You didn't know, and I said I didn't know because I didn't work at Global Grind. So how how would I know? I, look, I, I was at his like, movie no, event. Like, I, I didn't know. I feel like I feel like we also need to work on being better listeners, right? Yeah. As men, as men, right? As men, we could we could lobby for women. We could make sure that we're chest out chastising and like separating ourselves from men that, that treat women and these negative behaviors. But at the same time, we can't change the world. You understand what I'm saying? Some people are still going to be fucked up. And a lot of these women have come out and said like, yo, I'm so upset with myself for not saying anything earlier. Maybe I could have stopped this many girls from being hurt. And that's where being a better listener as a man, as a brother, as a boyfriend, as a friend comes in for these women because if you are that person's safe space or that or a person that makes that person feel like they can speak to you without judgment then maybe they'll come to you with the issue and if they speak to you as opposed to sitting on it for three years you potentially stop that predator or that person that's making these heinous like actions against women from doing this to somebody else y'all get what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Yes, we good. All right, yes, so sir. This this is heavy. This has been a heavy motherfucking conversation. This was so necessary. We like to we like to give a round of applause to everybody that's spoken to everybody that um. Shout to the, shout to the chat. Shout to the chat. The chat was very very important. Um, that was dope. I, I think we're just about two hours in. Woo, child. Or for that, or for that one part of the conversation, which is um, which is heavy alone. Um. Let's let's just let's just graze over these other conversations. Like, um, oh, are we still going? Okay, cool. Just real quick, real quick. 
just just to lighten it up. I feel like ending on such a heavy on such a heavy load is just crazy. Um, for those you of you, me? Uh, check check. Good. Yeah, we okay. hear you. Yeah. Out, out, of the, out of the homies, um, those of us quarantining with Bay or without Bay, what's it like being closed in with 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 your lady or, or by yourself? What's it like? Now everybody want to be quiet. Huh? Uh, Next question. See ya. Well, it's actually been really good. Um, I think we are 100% aware of what who we are as individuals. And I try not to crowd her and get on her nerves. And she does the same thing. Um, my spirit is a wanderer and... She knows that. So I may go into Whole Foods and might be in there and smelling coffee and buying granola and stuff like that. And you just got to find innovative ways to um, respect each other's space. Um, her office is the house now. So she will go into the other room and she'll do her calls and come out and I'm out here with Hudson. And then when it's daddy time, I'm over here with the turntables or doing whatever, but it's really a hundred percent about respect and giving your partner a break. You know, um, there's times when I'm, I still leave the house cause I have to go to work. So it's not like I'm in here 24 seven. Like what's the longest you went without leaving the house? Two weeks? It's like some two, like two weeks. So she's legit in the house. Now, the two weeks that I was off, I was quarantined because um, work, um, I was here. But even though, like, I'm the designated store run guy, so the energy gets, gets broken up because I, one of us has to go outside and whatnot. But um, it's fine. I'm answering it. But, he, but Joe also said, like, what are y'all doing to, like, What's it like being closing with your lady, fam? Yeah, don't try to it's, don't try to get out of answering that question. How you like fine. it when she put those feet on your neck, fam? Well, I like feet. What the fuck is you talking so, about? <laughs> if you knew that about me, you would know you that. Nigga, Joe, Joe making it hot. Right, like he he got to do it, and he gonna sit here and act like we ain't know he went in the bedroom and did a whole wardrobe change to a Nipsey Hussle shirt, which is which is mad diva ish, and he changed his hat. Like I'm just, it's the same hat. I'm still just supporting black. Oh, Bruh. come on now. You see but what they're doing on your block, right, to, wrong? All right, so just to give it a full scope, <laughs> she brought me a whiskey. I also did a special salmon dish in the crock pot. So you just, you know, let's not kill each other in America. Go in the house. Go in the house. Go in the house. You know, me and Rave have been in the house together this whole time. I would say like the first two or three weeks of the entire... Um, quarantine situation um we stayed in the house mostly if it wasn't to like walk the dog for like 15 20 minutes at a time um this chat is funny hold on let me go off um it was cool though I mean, it's been cool um we do give each other our space um she set up one of the desks in the in the bedroom i have a you got the space is the space is 100 important it's so we vital have, we have two tvs in the crib so when i when i can't stand the, the Vanderpump rules and the Kardashians and shit anymore. I can go in the room or she goes in the room and watches that and I play the and I play some 2K. Um we've 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 been on um, making most of it. You feel me? We haven't killed each other yet. 
Um, oh, look, she called it a 2 thon <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, we, we make the most of it. Some of our, some of our... Um, the bathroom. The bathroom is so the- vital. I'm playing Mario Kart on the toilet. I will be in there for 20 minutes. Legit. Rebe asked me the other day. She's like, you be in there shitting for a whole hour? And I'm just like... Hour. Yo. <laughs> I don't think women know that the bathroom is like literally a den for men. Like it is legit. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, every everything oh is cool. How's it, how's it feel? How's it feel being closed up by yourself, man? No lady, no action. Jerome. Oh, I'm chilling. I'm I, I'm <laughs> in contact with FaceTimes and all of that. I make it what, do what, what it do. Can you can you can you pull up your your recent web history and on a screen? In the screenshot. Oh, yeah, first? nah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm telling you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm. Nah, I'm telling. Like, I'm over here just maintaining. I you know me, I'm low with my relationship. So can we recognize can we recognize the quality? Can we recognize how clear Rome's skin is? Like he been in an exfoliating and shit. Can we give can we give yeah. Rome? Some 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 round of applause yeah. for that. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the what's that shit called? The ordinary company. What's that shit called? Yeah. I, oh. you know, I got a little from from yeah, I got a little skin regimen that's happening. Yeah, you know the crazy thing? And no, that's Rome, you don't know why see, but she's also a New York and LA just struggling without being able to see the sunshine, even though it's opening up on Friday for y'all. It ain't but, opening up that he dubbed that. Oh, he dubbed it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's 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 like slowly rolling thing. It's not opening up type shit. He he says Friday mm. and then he rolled it back during the, during the, um during a press conference. But recently today, right before the chat, um he had he said something. There's gonna be a little place here and there that's opening up, but it's not gonna be nothing crazy. Well, I see. He says they're here, opening parks. They're not really going hard. Yeah, they're doing like parks and trails, like trails and stuff like that. Running so like gonna little, be lit. Little, <laughs> uh, running the fucking Yakubian is gonna be in that shit heavy. Oh man, but it is what it is. <laughs> find me at running. Nah, <laughs> nah, it's not about running, but no, yeah, it's it is. I mean, I'm chilling, I'm not doing anything, I'm not going out and like be gonna be in the, in the streets with these people. I'm just on some like doing the same thing I've been doing these past few weeks until it's like the coast is like pretty much clear. I got my bike. So I'll be riding around, but I'm definitely not going to be around the masses. Like, I'm not. Can somebody explain what? to me what the fuck a Yakubian is? White people. <laughs> oh. So wait, so you basically go to the store and to the dispensary and go back in the house? No, no. I take, I go on walks, I go on my rooftop, I go to Target to get some stuff. I go to, like, wherever I need to go, but it's just minimal contact. Like, you got to go. I go to, like, Trader Joe's, like, every one or two weeks type stuff. Um, but it's like, like my neighbor, you know, my neighborhood, it's just like quiet. So I could walk around and not be in people's Rome, faces. Rome like, lives in me? the neighborhood where the entire insecure cast lives a block away or across the street from him. It is very lush. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah. This is crazy. No, yeah, I live in a nice area, so I have to deal with the hoodery. <laughs> the hoodery? The hoodery. I know that. I know that Carl probably won't say, but I know Carl's been in the crib. He's been he's been cooking. He called me. I got a call one day from um from his crib with some um jerk salmon, and then there <laughs> was um, grass. <laughs> and then there was um what was it codfish and some toast uh, or some was, shit. It was, um, 
what you call it, fish, uh, catfish, fried catfish. Catfish, fried catfish strips and, and some toast. Carl been eating good. Carl's been in the crib, um, low-key domestications. But, um, yeah. There it is. That's that's Carl's statement for leaving the ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm here. Just, you know, my, my, my lady's here. And, um. Oh, she's, is she there right now? Yeah, she's been here. She's been here since she's been here since mm. I had no, I, I had no idea. So you had soup jumu in the middle of April. Silence. I got to I got to quiet down. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been you know, cool. It's just like one of those things, like um, when it's this quarantine's going on, it's like going back and forth. Is not really an option, and and it was a uh, a uh, a conscious decision that it would be wise to 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 quarantine together, and it's it's been it's been cool. I have enough space here, and you know, still exist and still find our, our quiet. Get a slow clap. You know, um, I like that. And it's and it's interesting. Like that's that's. Uh, you know, I, I have had the experience of living with somebody before, so... Yeah, I was just going to say test run, but I didn't want to overstep. Yeah, yeah I've, it's I've, nice. I've, 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 I've lived with uh, someone before, so I understand what that is, but it's cool. You get to understand... Um, the person's at-home mannerisms. Yeah, there's a whole... I mean, there's a whole other dynamic, and I'll, 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 be, I'll be honest. It was... Very, I mean, very, I'm very pleased with how um, we've been functioning in it, and, like, very, very, very pleased. And... Um, yeah, so it's it's been, it's been cool. It's really been it's really been cool. Um, so here's a question: What do y'all think the world will look like once we actually once our, once our side open back up? All right, we gotta go one at a time. I think that I probably won't take my mask off in a public setting for the next 365 days. Honestly, um, yeah. I would very much love to get a sign from Obama. That everything is safe because I don't trust on forty five. Not Obama. <laughs> Obama. He gotta he gotta come back and let niggas know everything is alright. But to be Obama honest, Obama ain't um, thinking about our black asses right now. <laughs> I think he I think he is, but he's just he's playing the politically correct part. He's like, all right, I'm gonna find a way. You know him and um, you know him and Michelle are giving a commencement speech in the next couple of days. I feel like somewhere in that in that speech, he's gonna drop a, a secret code to us. But um, a code to to get to a secret island that he's got stashed away. <laughs> or, or or something to look out for somewhere right. to be, but um, I feel like right. when when outside open back up, I I hate to think it, but I I do not think that concerts are gonna look the same. I don't know if movie theaters will survive this. I do not know how easy it will be to integrate. How easy it will be to integrate the um, back the lifestyle back into the lifestyle of the workshops that we were planning to throw and the group shoots in the enclosed space and the big parties, like, that. Oh, movies. Like, like, oh my God. Like, so, prime example. I, um, what, uh, seven, eight years ago, um, I had bed bugs at my old crib. And Hold on. Regal's announced that they're permanent, they're closing permanently. Regal Cinemas. When did they do that? Uh, I, Sir Ivory Thompson just put that in the chat. Crazy. All right, so look, a couple years ago, I had bedbugs um, from an interaction with a chick. Didn't know she had them, but a couple months down the Jesus. line, boom. 
And Happy I ended up like that oh, shit. And, and it's, it's like they're, they're literally harmless. They'll bite you, but they infest your shit. And getting rid of them is actually like you're better off burning your fucking house down. They're trying to get rid of them. Like I slept on the floor for eight months because I was afraid to get a new bed. No, I beat hey, them. I, I, beat the, I beat the bed bugs. I, I, I did months. beat them. Like eight I beat months. them too. I beat them too. But there were there were about four different instances where we had a where we had an exterminator come, wipe shit out, give us. They ain't got bit by bed bugs at my house actually. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what is this? Was, what's happening in the Bronx? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the Bronx. That was, it wasn't in the Bronx. Was, I, I was when I was living in Mount Vernon. Somebody brought him. I, I, I kind of narrowed down who brought it to my house, and I knew. But yeah, it was. But, it was one of those okay, situations. Yeah. So yeah. essentially, even after we got rid of, even after we got rid of the joints, I would wake up in the middle of the night every night for like a year and a half, and just like check my pillows pull back my sheets, even though I knew they was gone. Brand new furniture, brand new linen. I feel like we're going to be hit with a, with a, like, like PTSD of some sort from oh, this yeah, overall Corona thing. Like, I don't think niggas will be able to cough in, in public without gonna, the crowd dispersing. I'm slapping them off the rip. Like, how dare you? <laughs> in right. this climate. Like, like that's, that's what I think outside is going to look like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. Um, I think, and I'm only saying this because my experience with um with coronas are is very different. Much like Carl, we have, you know, we work in Hell's Kitchen, and the colonizers are pretty much out, and they do whatever they want to do. Um, but, and I know. Well, I'm always on the chopping block with you guys. I do feel like the people who were gonna get it have it. Um, and when I say my experience, I don't, I can't speak for Carl, but I was the room where I do my work reporting, where they give me my assignments. I'm in, and it's a ten, it's a it's a fifteen by ten room, and four of the eight guys were tested COVID positive. And I mean, I sit around them, and I didn't catch it. Slap um, your fucking face off. Don't come next to me. I'm just saying. Um, COVID negative. My, my sister had it. My sister's man had it. We don't have a lot of answers. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I take care of myself in a different way than my sister does because of my marathon diet. Because I was running. I was set to run marathon 2020 this year. So there's different things I'm putting in my body. Not saying that my sister don't eat good. But I do think it does matter with your general health. But then we also heard things where there's people that are perfectly healthy that they ended up catching it and dying. Exactly. So we really don't know. So that's I, that doesn't mean I'm not being careful. Right. right. It doesn't mean that I'm not being careful, but I feel like if it was going to hit me, it would have hit me already. Today I was working in Flatbush Avenue doing some overtime. And when I tell you there's three sides to the station, one side smelled like ass, the other side smelled like doodle, the other side smelled like pee pee. The, the mayor is like, oh, they only picked up 235 homeless people. I saw 10 of them in 20 minutes in that one train station. So I know he's lying. Nobody had a mask on. One lady's yelling. They're coughing all over everything. It's a mess. So I think that COVID is going to do what it's going to do. And then we're going to see a, like, I don't want to say a dramatic decline. We're going to see a steady decline. 
You know what I'm saying? And eventually people are just going to be so thirsty for it to be normal that people are not going to care. Like, I live in Highbridge. The hookahs was out this weekend, bro. Yo, it was so crazy this weekend. It was lit. Fam, I went to walk my dog on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Monday. And there was so much traffic on the regular streets. On the that I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about I walked around all of St. Mary's Park mm-hmm. and back before another car made the turn off the First Avenue. That's how much yeah. traffic it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's wild, yo. It's it's just wild. Yeah. So I mean, it's I think we're gonna have like the caution, but I do absolutely think that it's gonna return back to normal. And no not not completely. You know, I'm a little bit worried because as a DJ, like what am I gonna do with the gatherings? This is why I invested the money in the cam link and I'm doing all of the live streaming because this could be it. Like virtual reality, this could be it. You know what I'm saying? Travis Scott did a concert on Twitch. In a video fucking, game, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was lit. Did you see it? So I didn't. I, that was a, that was, was fire. I, I'm I'm that turning forty next month, guys. It's fire. Was that mean? It was on YouTube, beloved. You nah, have to play the game. I'm old. It was it was the, it was one of the best. It was it was fire, bro. Watch it. It's, it was fire. Cause that's that's how you know that nigga is just like elite, bro. But high key. But yeah, I say that just to say. Why she said go up? She said get the plexiglass. I could do that. I could get the plexiglass and put it around my DJ table. And you know what? I don't like taking requests anyway. So now it's really get the fuck away from me. How about that? Oh, it's definitely gonna be plexiglass everywhere now. (laughs) I've seen these stores around me now. It's like built up everything. I see it in the Dwayne. Six feet barrels at the at the the, uh, counters and stuff. A lot of places that I never saw counter um, plexiglass. It's 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 everywhere. Yeah, and it's like industrial stuff. Like, bro, even Trader. You know, I don't know if Trader's doing that out there, but it's like you pull up to the to the cat to the register. You gotta stand at a at a at a box on the side. Oscar's doing that. Bring your shit up, bro. They have like like one little slot, and you gotta they can scan the card, and they be like, "Yo, can you just? I don't want your card. I don't want it touching me. Just hold it so I can scan it." Like it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know yeah. that. I don't know that we'll be getting back to normal anytime soon because I think, like, there's is one of two ways that this is gonna end up. Be, I mean, either, either we all end up getting it. I mean, it sounds like at the end of the day, you're gonna have to have some type of experience with it to build up the antibodies. Like that's that's the biggest part of it. It's like. And then, and they haven't even mm-hmm. ruled out that if you got it before, because the strand keeps changing, which is the biggest issue. The people that I know that had it in December and January had it. Right. They were milder. They were bad. But what I heard described in March and April, people that like had to go through it, sound a lot worse. So, um, and and you know, I've lost people uh, around yeah. me. My my um my my. I guess it's my aunt's ex-husband. So he passed away. Like there's a there's a bunch of people that I know that have passed away uh from it. I think that it's gonna end up being a thing where somehow it's it's gonna we're gonna like it's in it the inevitable. I there was a lot of anxiety around it on um, personally from my thing, but I mean once my parents got it, I think my anxiety was more for my concern for their age demographic and what the outcome has been. For, for people that, you know, my parents are both 70. So it's like, but Jamaican 70, so, you know, right. they, they got their, you know, their, their routines and stuff to help them. Mm-hmm. But 
I think it's going to end up being a thing where somewhere around along the way, we're all going to have to come in contact with it to really fight it off. If it, and I'm not a vaccine person. It's just not my thing. Um, I, they talk about another wave coming in fall, you know, of, of Did it. Did you hear about the kids? Did you hear about the kids? They, they have kids that have another strain of COVID that they don't know what the hell is happening to these kids. Yeah. No, but yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. When I say, like, the the way that the strands are mutating and all that stuff, and then you get into the difficult conversations of, well, was this made in a lab? People are like, come on, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, my man, we've never seen anything like this. Like, I know med I know people who, I know an ER doctor that said, yo, this thing has 400 RNAs. RNAs is, like, DNA. Like, I'm not going to get into mm -hmm. the weeds on what it actually means. He said, most common flu strains, they have 200 of those. And you're sick as a dog. 400 RNAs is um, is like, how are you even alive? And this is what's in COVID. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Pardon my lighting in the background went out. Rome is hating yeah. me. So. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to be but back, no. though. But no, oh, yeah. So, and so in, in light of us, um, creating and providing content to potentially help people through this um, trying time. When this first started, we did a Netflix party, and we didn't have we didn't have 150 people in there, but we did have a decent lower. amount of people. We did have a decent amount of people in the actual group, and it was lit. It was a real good time, and I think that we should bring that back. So I think we will be doing the Man Crush Mondays Netflix party series. Um, we'll get back to you guys with the details on what movies, what shows, what dates, what times, so that we can actually um, keep you guys in the loop and keep you guys participating. Um, DJ Pete Monsanto or Pete, Pete Monsanto Sounds will continue to throw um, Twitch parties. So he will Bird. be DJing without any cutoffs, without any, without any censorship, high without quality any interruptions, music. high quality video and audio sounds. Do y'all appreciate which... that? Do y'all appreciate that? Like y'all get really good sound and y'all can play it out of your speakers. Like seriously, because yeah. I don't want to talk about like, you know, what I'm saying other DJs, but we got to do better. Like literally, I think it's a responsibility that y'all should be able to play it out your HDMI and be like, oh, it's lit. No, it's true. Good. Okay. Thank you. Um, Van is telling <laughs> us you. in the chat that we need to start our gardens. And, and stock again, up on me. stock up he's, on me. He's been to my apartment, and I oh, told what? him there is. He's been to my apartment, and I told him there's no way to be that I could start a garden in this apartment with Hudson here. He truly doesn't believe me. He also, man, so he's going through it over here, like he's screaming at the at the keyboard. He literally is. He literally is. <laughs> Pete, I Pete, have a baby. I have a baby. But what else do you have, Van? I don't want to disclose your personal business. Where Where are you moving to? Where are you moving to, Van? Where are you moving to? Tell the people in the chat. Actually, just just put the picture of your yard. Mars. I'm in an apartment now. Now he's gonna be literal. Okay. Just put the picture. Put put the picture. Your put the picture in your yard in there so people can see it. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Close it All right, so yeah. Um. Um. If you do want to follow up on any of our previous content, we do have our videos up on YouTube, which is the screenshot here on my TV. Um. We look a lot better on 65 inch TVs. Um, but if you have, a especially when you're doing wardrobe changes, 
um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Patreon is still up and running. There's no time better than now for the support of our people. So check us out on Patreon. You can also find that on the Man Crush Monday's Instagram page. Um, I am currently working on some new um, YouTube content um, following my capturing of film and developing of black and white and color film in the crib. So um, be on the lookout for that. Um, Carl, do you have anything that you're working on? Anything that you would like to direct people to take a look into? Mm, at the moment, I've just you know been kind of going through the archive, looking up work that I haven't got a chance to get to. So hoping to like get back, get back, oh. get back into it. Took a little a little break with the situation with my with my my family. So just uh, they're doing they're doing a lot better. My father's off the you know oxygen machine. I'll be focusing on just trying to and trying to you know maintain sanity and all of this. You know nothing. Yeah. Not, not Super important to stay safe and sane. Yeah, not feeling pressure to do anything. You know, at any time. But if something comes up, I'll definitely let everybody know. Beautiful. What about you, Petey? Besides, besides uh, the switch parties. The, the, besides the switch parties. Um, I kind of relaxed on the photo thing. Uh, um, myself and, yeah, and Mel are like really reassessing how things are going to be moving forward um, with her corporate structure and with what I'm doing. Like a lot of my side money was DJing and photography. So you're talking about an income gap of about anywhere from as low as 500 to, I don't know, an extra three, four grand a month. That's like, out of the household. So I got to make sure I'm prepared for what's next and what I, what I can do, which is why, like I said, I'm trying to pull back some money and make the investment on the equipment that I need to do all the live streams. Um, I also have some ideas centered around the fact that I know how to do this. And there's a lot of DJs that don't know how to do this. Um, so maybe some of that conversation and yeah, just taking life as it comes. I'm anti. I haven't been on a plane. Um, I call Rome with glassy eyes because I haven't been to L.A. in, in so long. Like, if you look, his lighting has changed because the sun is about to go down, right? Um, you know, and, and travel. But you always right. call Rome with glassy eyes, though. Exactly. <laughs> I do. I think, I think everybody calls Rome with glassy eyes. Um, oh, man. Thanks, just, guys. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just, trying to, just trying to make it work out. Um, I am excited about the very first Mother's Day and Father's Day with Hudson actually out of the womb. I think it's going to be really cool. Like, you know, Mother's Day is this weekend. I'm not going to be able to get to see my mom, but, you know, I get to, like, be in here in the house and, and um, you know, because those are family holidays and do, and do those things. And I think that's just, like, a personal thing that I'm, like... Actually, just on my mom's today. Yeah. Um, she was very. You saw your mom she, today. That's yeah, yeah. She needed some cash, and um, I stopped by the crib. She stayed in her room. I left the money in the living room. I had some packages delivered to the crib that I was just gonna let sit there. But that guy, that gotta feel so crazy. I, I want to hug my mother. So right, bad. I was gonna say that yeah. shit sound like fucking heartbreaking, bro. Yeah. My nigga, my mom's is my mom's is what sixty. My mom's is sixty five. She had two aneurysms and a stroke, and she just recovered from hepatitis C. Like, Fuck. my mom, my mom is sickly as fuck. And I got on her like crazy about even going outside because I, I, like, you feel me? We lived in, she lived in my hood my entire life. So I have friends from childhood that live in the buildings 
that's there, the building down the block. I tell I was like, if you need anything, pick up the phone and call me and I'll have somebody deliver it to you. If you need somebody to go get you groceries, I'll pay for them and send the money to them and they just do it. And she will not listen. She will not listen. But yeah, anyway. People, they, um, they stubborn as hell. What about you, Ron? What you got going on? Tell us, tell us about the things that people could check out for you and support through you. Um, I started like a little side, little hustle called "Is There a Budget?" I'm selling like little pins and shirts and stickers and all that. This is something fun on the side, just for like you know whatever. I was just bored in here. Budget. Um, show your pin. So yeah, show your pin. Huh? Show your pin, Ron. Shit, I ain't got no pants. Oh, you nah. I got, I got, worry, I got, I got you. Got I got right you, here. fam. I got you. Fam. I got it right here. This is Rome's. This is Rome's pins and stickers, fam. Oh, I was expecting Rome to come on here with his shirt on, but you know. Yeah, Rome's I was too. like, no, 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 no. Should have been on nah, your hat. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm slacking. I'm slacking, guys. I'm sorry. But no, yeah, you, get the, you gotta go get you gotta go get the embroidery machine and put it on on the side of every single one of your fittest now. He got the sun in his eye. He ain't got no time for that. It's, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm it's just quick. watching this beautiful sunset. But <laughs> yeah, no. If you want to get if you want to get some pins or support, you could go to um, isthereabudget.com. I also have other things like um, melanin enthusiasts, and I'm just coming up with ideas and just kind of like working on my graphic work and stuff like that. It's like another source of income for if that ever you know if people ever need it. So I'm doing that. I'm also in here just doing, um, I've also like perfecting my product photography. So I leveled up crazy on that. So I'm working on bringing in clientele on the product photography side so that I can like um, basically have that as an income if for whatever reason, like shooting real people like is prolonged <laughs> and it goes for the long run. So just a little something, something. Um, but other than that, yeah, Vizzy Booth is down and out right now, like a motherfucker. So <laughs> ain't no bread in that. And other than that, I'm just like out here just chilling, taking it day by day, not spending no money, um, buying every plant in the world for the crib. And that's it. I'm just chilling, man. Another question. Yeah. Vizzy Booth is down, right? But if you can get a call, you, can yeah. you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Vizzy Booth is down, but being that you're not partaking in LA opening up, if something opens up and they ask for the Vizzy Booth, will you go there with the mask and drop it off and then go back home and get that paper? I don't know. Because only because of the whole, I don't want, because the booth is, is, is essentially something where like people have to touch it. If I'm not there, or if I don't have a tenant there, people have to come close to it. Um, I am thinking about post-COVID, I want to basically have a, a thing where no one touches it. So just be like the attendance that I hire, I just want them to touch it only. So if, when you need to put in your email or your phone number, you have to tell that person and they're going to input it. It's going to be a non-touch situation. Um, and then like, you know, having like a queue, having like a line and everything like that, just like having, I'm going to basically have like a situation where it's going to be marked off six feet. You know, whatever the whatever the standard is at that time, it's going to happen. So it's just as safe as possible. But I don't see large events happening. The last event I did was probably it was a block. It was a Compton Compton um, block party, something like that out here. And um, that was like right when it started getting crazy. And that was the last event I did. Um, but I know for sure, like even this whole time that I did this, I was definitely wiping stuff down because I know people touch it. 
You know what I mean? And that's just germs all around. Like the iPad is definitely just full of germs. So I already had like a, 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 a like a sanitation protocol already for that. So yeah, I don't know, bro. It's gonna be crazy, but hopefully it gets back into it soon. But right now, I mean, there's no overhead on on the booth situation. So this like everything is just it's just here. I'm just using the iPad as like my personal tablet right now. So. So there's that. Thanks okay. for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, it was good catching up with y'all, and I really appreciate the part. I'm sure we all appreciate the participation of um the 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 crowd and the crew. Everybody and in the, the chat. And the followers really paying good. attention yeah. and communicating with us in the chat. Um, we're gonna sign off. So this is African Ash Joe. This is Quentin Quarantino. <laughs> this is uh this is Bronx Carl. This is Padre Pete. This man, and this is Man Crush Monday's podcast, and we signing out. Let me go do this fucking. Let me go get some. I'll see y'all later.